It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What is up, y'all? Welcome to the best bits of the week. This is the last official, like, best bits before I start counting down challenges and our best moments of the year. So it's not the last best bits, but it is the last official normal best bits podcast. And of course, I had to bring on Mike. He's been gone for over a month, so I haven't got to talk to him or hear anything about his life lately. So we need a lot of updates. Yeah, it's been a interesting last month for me. I know, and I'm I'm so excited to get into that. So we're going to talk all about that. So be ready. We okay. got you got stories to tell. I do, and I do apologize if you hear any craziness going on in the background of this. If the audio quality may not be super great because there is a lot of podcasts happening in the studio right now while everybody's trying to get done before we all leave on holiday break. So if you hear Ray screaming for sore losers in the background, just <laughs> ignore it. <laughs> But we're going to get started so I can hear these stories because I'm really excited and you guys can hear our last kind of official full week of new content and of course our Christmas show. So let's go. For our Christmas show, we had to bring on Mr. Christmas himself. Brett Eldridge came on. He talked about his new Christmas project. He shared his favorite Christmas gift he's ever received. It was from his parents. And he even talked about the new song that we can expect to hear from him, likely in the new year, that was inspired by the mental health poem he wrote on his social media recently. So this interview is great. Of course, we got all the Christmas vibes, but plus some more because it's Brett Eldridge and he's great. So listen now. Number seven on the Bobby Bones Show now. Brett Eldridge. All right, let's address the elephant in the room, uh, Mr. Brett Eldridge. And I don't know if this got back to you or not. And maybe you're upset with me. Maybe you're not. I don't know. Were you upset that I revealed that maybe there's not bourbon in your glass every single show and that sometimes you just don't want to drink? <laughs> At Christmas, actually, there actually is bourbon in my glass. No, I just don't always drink a lot of it. Every show, that glass has bourbon in every Christmas show. I swear on that. I'm not saying in the past I haven't had it where, you know, it wasn't always bourbon. But on Christmas shows, it's it's bourbon. It really is. You ever got drunk? Like (laughs) from from drinking bourbon? Do you ever get a butt? I don't drink. Do you ever drink and go, oh, I should stop because I'm starting to feel it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it shows, yeah, it's like if you start feeling a little bit just too loosey-goosey, you just got to, you got to, you got to. Get away from the glass, for sure. Brett Eldridge is on with us. His Christmas record is out, and it is it is amazing. Uh, I say the only Christmas records that I listen to are yours and Casey's, and I think that's it, huh? Dan and Shay's new one's pretty good. Yeah, but I haven't spent any time with it. It's too new. Oh, I've spent some time with it. It's yeah. great. But so is Brett's. I just realized <laughs> I he's the one on here. We're starting a feud. <laughs> uh, Brett Eldridge is on with us. His album... Uh, Mr. Christmas is out. And do you record this in Nashville or do you go somewhere cold? I go to New York City, but I go in the middle of May. So there's not, I mean, because, you know, you know how it, it, you have to get all the packaging, and all the photos and all that stuff together by the time Christmas comes around. So in the middle of May, I was putting on a tux, going to the studio, walking down the street in New York. Uh, it was, it's quite an interesting experience. But if you get your, you can get your mindset to go there. I I was I was in the spirit as much as I could be. Because you are the Christmas guy, do people expect elevated gifts from you? Like one, you're a big <laughs> artist. You have a, you make a great living. You're a big superstar. And two, you are all, all about Christmas. So I'm assuming that when Brett gets a Christmas gift, it's got to be a plus. Yeah, I, and and I take that pressure uh, 
I don't take it lightly. So I'm always trying to look for something interesting and make it unique and, and uh, make the packaging nice. I can't rap f- for crap. So uh, uh, I'm not a good rapper. So um, I, I don't do the rapping, but I do, I do pick out the gifts and, and try to find things that, that mean something and, and uh, are pretty cool. It's the most expensive gift you ever got somebody. <laughs> oh man i don't even know okay. that's a good question All right. next year have an answer for next year all right yeah. uh, i was looking at your instagram and you had posted and this is not christmas related but you had posted a poem um yeah. basically about uh mental health anxiety yeah. how do you decide what's going to be because that was a poem versus if you're going to use that inspiration to to make a song like creatively why make it a poem and not a song? Um, that I wrote that like last week or week or two ago. That poem, and I, when I was in Boston, just kind of having a just down, kind of gloomy day. You know, the, the this time of year can be tough at times, and and so I wrote that poem, and I was, um, I was like, man, this just feels relevant to my life right now, and just so all of us really going through these kind of emotions. I want to get it out there. And it also leads to another song, actually. Um, it's, it has nothing to do with the song, but it's, it's, I, I have a song um, that will be coming in the future that uh, has that kind of sentiment to it. And, uh, and I'm always trying to tackle the, the subject of allowing yourself to feel instead of, of pushing it all away and allow yourself to not be okay and that's okay kind of stuff. And, and so that's kind of where I was with it. So if I were to take that poem and make it a song... <laughs> I actually don't know how that works. That's a really good. I question. don't either. If you just write it on Instagram, I mean, you didn't. Yeah. You know, it's. So. I mean, that's a great question. I don't know the answer to that, but hopefully, I mean, I, I'm sure you do a great song. Brett Eldridge, Mr. Christmas is the the new Christmas album. There are m- multiple Christmas albums. So walk me through. You have Mr. Christmas. The last yeah. one. The last one was called what? Glow was the first one, and then Glow Deluxe. We had we had like four or five more. And then, uh, and now Mr. Christmas. Are you putting out another one next year? Are you already working on that? <laughs> uh, I probably won't put out another one next year, but I'll, I might add some stuff to it. I might, uh, do some duets or something. I don't know. I haven't really figured that out, but you know, I, I plan to do this till I'm, you know, I was, I was doing the Rockefeller, uh, tree lighting uh, a couple of years ago when Tony Bennett was in the dressing room next to me and he was 93. He was 60 years older than me. And I was thinking, Oh my God, he's still singing these songs 60 years older than me. So I could, you know, if I'm fortunate to live that long and do this that long, I could do this for a whole another 60 years. That sounds insane to me. So, you know, I plan on making more of, of these big band records. And and uh, and, and so I'm, I'm just getting it going. I'd like to propose two business uh, opportunities to you right now. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. The, Shark Tank, let's go. Before we wrap this up. Uh, yeah. One... Not so much for me, but just for you, just looking out for you. I think for the next album, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Mm. Not bad. Mm-hmm. I was listening to that the other day. It's classic. You ever thought about doing that one, or is it a little too kitschy for you? It's a little too kitschy, and you know what the <laughs> but the but the reason is is the when I heard the other day that voice. I don't remember who did the song. I'd love to actually know who did the song, but the voice. I mean, you can't top. However, that character of a voice is going on that song it's just i'll never be able to do that all right oh for one okay <laughs> the second one actually involves both of us okay 
you know, we're not going to be young forever. Heck, some would say we already aren't. But that being said, <laughs> when, you when you mentioned Tony <laughs> Bennett, and he's an old fella, and he's still making music, and um, he's still alive, but he has yes. Alzheimer's, right? But he yeah. has, okay. He's just hanging it up now, but he's had a good run. So when, when we are ending our good run, we open up a theater in Branson. I do the jokes. Okay. You do the songs. Oh, mm-hmm. I like this. Mm-hmm. And then everyone, it's it, it's like country music. Uh, oh, yeah. Residence. Yeah, yeah, oh, residency. Residency. yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, we love Vegas, but we're going to be old, right? And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we do comedy and music in Branson and yeah, yeah, yeah. with all of our all of our people. Just think about we that. We get our own like giant cabins, and we get to eat at the buffet every day for lunch. So you want next level? See, this this guy's already thinking about level two. I just want to sing songs and do jokes, and he's like, turn this into an empire. Okay, just something to think about. I'll check back on this in twenty years. Okay, good call. You guys check out Mr. Christmas from Brett Eldridge. Brett, good to talk to you. Good to talk to you, my friend. Y'all take care. Have a merry Christmas. All right, merry Christmas. Bye bye. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. It's always fun when we have a draft, and this week, of course, we did draft of Christmas movies because it's almost Christmas. Now, Mike, you are a movie Mike. Yes. So we got to talk movies, okay? Okay. What are the three Christmas movies you have on repeat during the holiday season? Let me start by saying this. I love movies, but when it comes to Christmas movies, I think it's the weakest genre. Oh, interesting. Okay. I don't know. I think it's really hard to make a Christmas movie. I think what we associate with great Christmas movies are ones that we grew up with, and they're just traditions, ones that we always have on in our house, like you're saying. like I think that's what makes Christmas movies great, but at the core of it, I'm just not a fan of them. So that's okay. where I'm coming to you with my list here. Okay, so this is this may be Christmas inspired, but maybe not. Maybe, maybe they're just songs that are, are, are movies, I guess, that you watch around Christmas. Time. Yeah. Well, first up, I have Bad Santa. Okay. Which is because I love comedy, and when it comes to finding a good Christmas movie, I like to find something in the middle <laughs> of where I'm, I'm not just watching a normal Christmas movie. Okay. The movie's not for everybody. It's a rated R movie. But definitely that, not family friendly. Yeah, but that's one I have to watch every single Christmas. Okay. It's definitely one that you can watch with your friends. It's a good time. Yeah. Maybe if you have some Christmas cocktails, watch yeah. Bad Santa. It's more of like a party vibe than a family vibe. Okay. All right. But then next up, I would have Home Alone. Okay. Which I know Bobby argues all the time that it's not a Christmas all movie. All the time. But it, without a doubt, I think it's the best Christmas movie ever made because it's funny it's memorable. So many quotes come from that movie. It stood the test of time. I think it's the best one. Okay, so now are you just talking about the original, the the one Home Alone, or are you talking about all of them collectively? Just the first one. Okay, so the others are meh. Yeah, two is okay. Three is terrible. The reboot, I'm not even going to touch it. Okay, so Home Alone, the OG. The OG. Okay. And then the one that is kind of my family tradition, it's not a typical movie. It's called Christmas Eve on Sesame Street. Okay. And it's a movie that every single Christmas Eve, we would, well, we were never in, in like Mexico. We were always in Mexico for Christmas as a kid. So before we would leave, when we would exchange gifts, we would put this movie on every single year. Okay. So it would play in the background and we kind of adopted that now as, you know, as a family thing is we have it on. So it's probably the Christmas movie I've seen the most because it literally plays all day, every day when we do gifts. And I assume Sesame Street is involved. Yes. So it's the story of like Big Bird trying to figure out the magic of Christmas. Okay. And you can watch that. It's actually like free on YouTube, but if you have HBO Max, it's on there. Definitely a family friendly one. Yeah. Yeah. The songs in it are great. The story is great. And I just love Sesame Street, even as an adult. 
So that is my my favorite. So it's still a watch, even though like it could be a favorite, but maybe you stopped watching it as you got older, but you still keep watching it. Yeah, I still watch it. It's great. (laughs) Now, you also mentioned like Christmas in Mexico. Were there different traditions in Mexico than we have like in the U.S.? Yeah. So my family, my parents are from Mexico. And as when I was a kid, we would go every single Christmas, like my entire two week vacation of from school, we would be in Mexico and yeah, it's it's different down there. They embrace it as much as we do, but we would do like a midnight mass every single year for Christmas. Which is the night before Christmas, right? Yeah. Christmas Eve. So we would go to that. But the thing that's different there is the day after, they ca- almost have like a, it's kind of like trick-or-treating where you go around to everybody's house and look at their nativity scene that they've made. Okay. And you go and they give you like, sometimes it's cookies, sometimes it's like fruit, different things. And you literally go around the entire ranch and visit everybody's. So instead of Christmas lights, it's nativity scene. Yeah. And did I say that correctly? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so did you guys have one in your guys' yard? Yeah. So my grandma would build one at like the front of the house. So you literally walk up to people's houses and they just have them built. Wow, that's cool. It's yeah. a different different idea of what that looks like, and I think that's really cool. Yeah, every single year we would do that. Could you, you like, deck out a nativity scene and it's not, like, a bad thing? Yeah. I, I don't know. because is it, Nativity scene is, like, the, the whole, like, um, religion, right? Yeah, so, like, so it's baby Jesus there, Mary and Joseph, but sometimes, like, I think in ours we would put, like, Hot Wheels on it, okay, so Ninja Turtles. You could still, like, add your own flavor Yeah, everybody to it. kind of added their own flavor or different kinds of lights, all that kind of thing. I love that. I, I mean, I think growing up, one thing that I always liked that stood out with, like, Christmas lights, because, like, as, over time you love seeing Christmas lights because it's just cool to see people decorate houses, but I always loved when you saw like an entire neighborhood or a street that came together and did something that lined up with all mm-hmm. of them. In Wichita, there's like, gosh, three different neighborhoods and they all, one of them is Candy Cane Lane. So all of the houses have a huge candy cane decorated differently in front of their house. So like they all look the same, but they're different. Very similar to what you're talking yeah. about. Another one had giant reindeers and I'm not talking like. Five foot. I'm talking like 15 foot reindeers. Giant ones. And I think that one was called Reindeer Lane. Um, and then there was one other one that I can't think of off the top of my head, but similar to what you're talking about, because it it takes like this really classic side of Christmas and is like, hey, put your own spin on it, but also shows community. Like mm-hmm. we're all together. We all communicated to get to the point of all having a candy cane in our yard or a nativity scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's super cool. I wish more places did stuff like that because, yes, Christmas lights are awesome. But it's really cool when you see somebody like an entire neighborhood come together to do the same thing. And you're like, how did you guys all coordinate (laughs) that? Yeah, how does that happen? Yeah. And like it's cool that in Mexico where you were at, they did that. And that was like a understood, like widely known thing, which is even cooler because that means more people were talking and communicating and very community driven, I feel like. Yeah, it's kind of crazier now that I think about it it was just normal when I was a kid like that's what you do but yeah that'd be hard to do here (laughs) right well like you think about you're like I I I could probably tell some of my neighbors some of my neighbors are friends but then I'm like I've never talked to one of these neighbors so do I just go randomly and knock on their door and be like hey you want to put a candy cane in your yard (laughs) but I love it I, I I think that's a really cool tradition did you guys try to do something similar when you started spending Christmas in the U.S.? 
No, not really. I think for us, it was hard to kind of adapt to not going to Mexico every single year. And we've really only developed our traditions now, like over the, like the last five years, because that was all we knew. And we're like, what do we do now? Like, what do we like? <laughs> most people here have like a certain thing they eat on Christmas. We mm -hmm. never had that. Most people have, you know, their Christmas Eve traditions, their things they do on Christmas Day. We never really had that. So I think a lot of that has been kind of us growing as a family and, you know, building our own traditions <laughs> now that is not what we normally used to do. Well, and I would imagine, too, it's a kind of a collaboration of the two, right? You're trying to bring some back, but also start new ones. Yeah. It's kind of trying to make them both. Now, did you guys ever, when you were in Mexico, did you sit out cookies for Santa? No. That wasn't a thing? No. Because another thing they have that they take like a, almost even more than c Christmas because they don't really do like gift exchanges there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. We, yeah. Like, there was no gift exchange in any of my family get togethers there. What happens like on New Year's Day, they have this other day called it's like the day of the three wise men. OK. So all the kids would put out like their shoes and then the next day there'd be gifts in there. But that wow. was a New Year's thing. That wasn't a Christmas thing. But that was more of like the time for gifts there. And so what kind of gifts would you receive? Because it's not like in a shoe, you can't fit a lot of things. It would be more equivalent to like a stocking stuffer here. Okay. Stuff like that. Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah, I think I liked it so much more because it was so much less commercial. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, I need the new PS5 or I need like, there was none of that. It was more of just those traditions of everybody being together going to church together and then just spending time with each other than it was of like the focus on the gifts. Yeah. And it definitely has become, I mean, in pretty much my entire life, it has been about gifts. Yeah. Everybody's always excited about gifts. I think that's with me why I'm not so like, like focused on, like, I don't really care about getting gifts. I'm awkward when I get gifts. <laughs> I would rather not get a Christmas gift. Like I'd rather just like hang out with people mm. and I really don't put a whole lot of emphasis of like asking for anything or wanting anything. Like, I just want to hang out with people. So has your family started some kind of gift exchange now? We did. We used to do like a secret Santa for a while. And then this year is the first year we said, let's not get each other gifts. And it's kind of weird. Yeah. We were like, if you want to get somebody something, you can, but no pressure, which is kind of like another weird pressure. Of like, well, if I get somebody <laughs> something. But I think the idea of that is just so we can just hang out and spend time with each other and not have to worry about getting gifts. Well, and like, I'll tell you too, it is kind of, it, it's interesting as you get older, as a family who didn't have that, which I think is really cool about where y'all came from. And that is something that you guys did. I think that's something that we could focus a little more of, you know, of spending time with our loved ones instead of the focus of this commercial side of Christmas. Mm -hmm. Now, as a family who did grow up with that, that very commercial Christmas, that it's crazy as I've gotten older. I always loved all my gifts. I mean, my parents were amazing. They found everything that I would always want. And they, they did great at Christmas and they made me fall in love with Christmas. I would feed reindeer. I, I <laughs> left cookies out for Santa. I did everything, right? And I loved it. The reason why I love Christmas so much now, but cool as I've gotten older to see that like it shifted. So there was like this time when everybody was giving gifts to each other. It was this whole big gift thing. Like that was the focus. And then in the middle... We started to get older. We started to ask for socks and and yeah, nothing. More adult things. Yes. Like an air fryer. <laughs> yes, very adult things. And then now, even as we've gotten a little bit older, it's now shifted kind of back, back full around to 
my niece and nephew. Oh, uh, yeah. And we're all giving them gifts. And then the rest of us are like one gift or in yeah. here and there kind of thing. And I think it's so cr- I told you all you would end up hearing something. <laughs> and I and I don't know if you end up hearing Skiba Steve yelling in the background, but that just happened. Um, I just think it's really cool to see kind of Christmas happen in a full circle moment yeah. like that. And I'm like, wow, things have changed. That's a shift I haven't had yet. Like, I don't have any nieces or nephews. So I think I'm looking forward to that aspect of like, the only thing I kind of have is like my wife has younger brothers. Mm-hmm. So it's cool getting to buy them gifts because they're still excited about it. Yes. But yeah, that, I think that's the next kind of stage of like our lives of like <laughs> making other people's Christmas. Yes. When it is, it's super fun to like, it's fun to be the cool aunt or the the cool older sister or whatever it is. If you have that, those young people in your life that are, are really excited about Christmas and gifts and you're like, I used to be that way and now it's you and now I get to give it to you. <laughs> and it's cool to see them get so excited just about the holiday in general, but watching them do all the things that I used to do as a kid was really cool. Are you done with all your Christmas shopping? Yes, I am. You are. I am. I've been done for a while. I do I do so much shopping on Black Friday mm-hmm. and Cyber Monday. And then I'm like mad at my bank account because I just like drained it. But then I also remember I saved a lot of money. It's, it's a catch-22 yeah. for me. <laughs> I, have, I have a battle in my head. Have you... So talking of gifts and you guys, that kind of not being something that you're all about, what do you and your wife do for Christmas? We do a a gift exchange with us. We'll do it before we head home for the holidays. And I got that all done already (laughs) because I I just know her so well. That's the easiest for me. Yeah. So we do like our own kind of mini Christmas now, like before we go with our families just to kind of have time for us. Eventually that'll be like a family thing that we do. And yeah, but now that it's just us, that's what we do. And do you guys have any other traditions that you are planning to start this year as your first married Christmas? You know, I thought it would be like different, feel different. <laughs> but for us, we've been together so long that I don't know. I think we're more excited. To, we didn't get to go home last year for Christmas. We didn't get to see mm-hmm. our families. So and then the year before, my wife was with me during Christmas and she hasn't spent family like Christmas with our family in like almost two years now. So you guys are going to get to go home this year and see both of your families. Both of our families. Luckily, they both live pretty close to each other in Texas, so we can drive one to another. That's and awesome. And the other thing is that since, like I've been talking about, like Christmas Day isn't as important for my family, we're going with hers first and then mine afterwards. And it's not really that big of a deal because my family's like, yeah, we'll see you when we see you. Like, we don't put so much emphasis on the day aside from like the season. Like, that's Dang. as long as we get to see each other during that break. And I don't get to go home often, so it's like, all right, it's fine. Like, we'll see you after. Dang, what is it like when that, that, I mean, that's amazing to not, one, have that pressure, right? Because that's a a scary thing for a lot of people when they get married and they're going to have to figure out how to split their families, Mm -hmm. right? Like, that's one of the toughest things. Because both people want to spend everything with their families. And then you have this other person that you have to consider in this whole process. It's a, a new life change. Yeah. And it has to be awesome that you guys don't have to stress about that it seems yeah i yeah i just it wasn't that hard of a decision to make (laughs) like as long as we can we are spending the equal amount of days with each family Mm. so i think that was more important that we don't give one more to the other other than that like the time it doesn't really matter to us we're just happy we get to go home yeah i love that now also are you going to be doing um your traditional bender that you do 
You know, and I don't know if I should call it a bender, <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, every single year, I would. That's like my one day of being able to eat like whatever I want because normally I'm vegan. I eat pretty clean, but on Christmas I'll have whatever I want. It's like a full menu that a you full give menu yourself. that I do. I don't go as hardcore as like building the menu out anymore. <laughs> I used to like have things that I wanted to eat on Christmas Day because I would only eat them on that day. Now. I still do it, but it's not so much like here's the menu. It's just enjoying what everybody else makes and what's all there. Maybe throwing in some things when we go to the grocery store that I want to cook for myself or have that specific day. But it's not so much like a plotted out thing anymore. Well, that's cool, too, because it shows your lifestyle has changed. Like you have now officially really chosen the vegan lifestyle and in this entire path. Like before it was like you were doing it health reasons, right? And so, like, that day was really exciting for you. Yeah, because for me, like, the reason I started is because back when I lost 100 pounds, it was kind of my way of just, like, making sure that I could stay healthy. And I loved it. Like, I was finally at a point that I'd wanted to be at for so long for me personally. And it was kind of just a way I was dealing with that now. But now that I see it's been five, six years that I've been able to, you know, maintain this lifestyle. I think I'm at a point to where this is just how I am now. Yeah. And I don't have to kind of worry about that anymore so much of like uh, slipping back. I don't know. It's a weird whole thing that I struggle with, like personally. But I think it's just something I'm not as conscious about anymore. Well, and I think that shows growth, right? I mean, that's a good growth. Yeah. For you personally. I think that's really cool. I don't know. And and maybe it's it's too, like, I, I think it can speak to a lot of people who are maybe having similar struggles and that there is a light at the end of a tunnel in a way. Yeah, it's hard. Like, if you do that, like, living with it every day, struggling with, like, you know, not feeling like you're where you need to be, it's a hard thing. And mm-hmm. it just wears on you mentally. And I think, like, I've just learned to live with it and find what works for me. So I don't put as much emphasis on it anymore. Have you started to like more in your daily life to start to have a little more grace on yourself of not being like a hundred percent, you know, normally you eat a lot of veggies, you eat very clean, right? So now in your, your daily life, especially after being married, do you feel like there's sometimes we're like, okay, I'll eat a cookie. Yeah. I think it was mainly 2020 that changed all that. (laughs) Like whenever things just didn't look like there was a whole lot to look forward to, that is where I kind of took some comfort there of like, you know what? It's not that big a deal anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's really not. And I've shown that I can do it and still be in control like for me. So, yeah, definitely. Oh, good. See, again, another growth thing. (laughs) This is good. Good news. Now I'll I'll wrap us up by sharing um, my last my Three Christmas movies I have on repeat. Now I'm the opposite of Mike, and I will watch any Christmas movie mm-hmm. you give me. Now, are they all great? No. But I love the cheesiness of Christmas. Give me all of it. I will I will do Christmas bar crawls. I will do Christmas everything. You can convince me to do anything Christmas. I am the target number one for all commercial <laughs> Christmas things. Um, I don't know why. It just makes me super happy to like be in these very sparkly, glittery, like just excitement there's something that is in the air with christmas that makes me feel really happy and i think that's why um also just having like a christmas tree that lights up in my living room while i'm watching things makes me feel good too (laughs) um but three movies that i always watch are are the grinch who stole christmas the jim carrey one cartoon one was good but the og is where it's at i love that one too um and the holiday which is 
more of a rom-com-ish um, than it is, I guess, a Christmas movie. But it's at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And so love the holiday. And I think his name's Jude Law. Yep. Amazing. Um, and Elf, of course. Those are like my three that I tend to have on repeat. And then like the honorable mention there is the Harry Potter movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are Christmas movies. Christmas is such a big part of, especially the first one for me. I, I watch them every single Christmas too. Yeah, there's, and I don't know why too. Maybe it's the the magic of Christmas that I associate it with too. Like some people associate magic with Halloween and I, I still do, but I feel like for Harry mm-hmm. Potter's magic specifically, I associate with Christmas. I don't know why. And they have like a very kind of warm feeling mm-hmm. and there's also so many of them and they're so long that you can have like a marathon. So like on Christmas where you're just hanging out and want something on, they're perfect. Yeah. It's not like you can sit there and watch a Lord of the Rings marathon yeah. on Christmas time. <laughs> you can't watch a Harry Potter one though. So these are the, right now the draft of Christmas movies and now the voting's closed and no big deal. Somebody won, but you can decide whose team you'd be on. Like maybe... Who would you want to spend Christmas with and watch these Christmas movies that they chosen? I'm going to tell you, Bobby's team, pretty solid. He had all my movies on there, <laughs> and did. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> um, so that would be mine. But you guys can listen right now and hear the draft. Number six. All right, let's go around the room. We will draft our favorite Christmas movies. And then we so kindly ask that you go vote at bobbybones.com on the full team of movies. Like, if you only had three movies... What were the three that you would take? We're all going to draft teams of three. Raymundo, you have the first pick in the Christmas movies draft. Go ahead. Don't know if this is the best, but my wife would kill me if I didn't because she quotes it all the time. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. All right. I'm going to go with the second pick. I'm going to go with Elf. Yeah, that's ah. good. Dang it. Those are two good ones. Yeah, I'm going to go with Elf. Go on. Amy? Home Alone. You know, not a Christmas movie, so you're, you're eliminated. Wow. You've been, you've been disqualified. But it is a Christmas movie. Yeah, you, you can put whatever. Hey, you know what? If you wanted to put Born on the Fourth of July, you could. But Home Alone <laughs> is strong and you know it. Don't hate. I would never pick that. Okay. Well, I would. Because I am hating. Lunchbox. Man, I, I mean, this is tough. Because uh, Ray took National Lampoons. Oh, I know it. I, I know what I'm going. A Christmas Story. Red Rider BB gun will shoot your eye out, son. Eddie. <sighs> Man, you guys took some good ones there. Um, I'm going to go with Love Actually. Dang it. I don't think I've ever seen it, but I know the ladies <laughs> like it. <laughs> so I'm going with Love Actually. That was my wife. Okay. We all have our first. Now, so to equalize the first pick, now we go backward. And Eddie, you have the first pick of the second round. Okay. Now we're talking. My favorite Christmas movie of all time from 1940-something, It's a Wonderful Life. Everyone loves it. Eddie has love, actually, and It's a Wonderful Life so far. Okay, Lunchbox. Oh, man, you ever seen that one with Tim Allen called The Santa Claus? Shoot. That's a good one. Lunchbox has a Christmas story and The Santa Claus. Amy. That's what I wanted. Okay, I'm going to go Four Christmases. Is that a movie? <laughs> what is that? With Reese Witherspoon? Oh, okay. Good. And Vince Vaughn? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. I believe you. I just didn't know if that was a movie or not, or if yeah. it was like an internet bit or something. No, it's a movie. Okay. Highly successful. Very good. Mm-hmm. So you have Home Alone and Four Christmases. Yes. Okay. Um, it's over to me. I'm going to go with... Hmm. 
I'm going to go with How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Dang it! Ah! 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 My sleeper! You just stole that one. So I have Elf and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Ray? Miracle on 34th Street, the newer one. It was like 1994, not that old junk. Well, just put them both down. You, you can just you have can just the movie. Say it, yeah. All right, sounds good. Yeah. Unless you just want to put not that old junk beside it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ray has a vac- Christmas vacation at Miracle on 34th Street. All right, we have one more round, guys. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know that many movies, so I've run out of them. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm going to have to pick Batman Forever, maybe. Oh. Yeah. Batman <laughs> Oh, there's Die Hard. Yeah. Gremlins. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like those on the edge type movies. Okay, Ray, last pick. Man. I want to say Bad Santa, but you can't watch that with the kids. That one's really vulgar, and I think there's some bad stuff in it. But you can pick it if you want. Nah, I'm trying to go family style. Ah, people aren't going to know this one, but I'm telling you, it's awesome. Watch it with your family and then vote. It is Daddy. That's not, that's not going to happen, but okay. <laughs> Daddy's Home 2. Oh, so good. Yeah, it, I mean, for whatever what? reason, it's never on any list. <laughs> Me and my wife watch it every Christmas, so oh. Daddy's Home 2. That's funny. Sounds like a movie that maybe you shouldn't watch with kids, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, no. Kids love it. Yeah. I'm just saying it sounds like, you know. It's yeah. good. It's got Wahlberg in it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bunch of the stars. So Ray's whole team is Christmas Vacation, Miracle on 34th Street, and Daddy's Home 2. Daddy's Home 1 didn't make it? That one's not Christmas, and you don't even have to watch that one to get to. Okay. I'm going to go with... Oof. I don't have... Yeah, there's not a lot. I'm going to go with The Holiday. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what that is, but it's on my list because my wife has seen it, but I don't even know what it is. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Jack, is that the Jack Black one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, My team is Elf, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and The Holiday. Amy? I'm going to go with um, Jingle All the Way. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Lunchbox. Man. You know, when I think of Christmas, <laughs> He's I think calling. of Santa Claus. And oh, there's Santa Claus too. There is Santa Claus too, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do something called the Polar Express. Dang it. I knew it. I knew he was going to do that to me. Was it yet? Yes! There's nothing left, Bones! <laughs> I've, I've never seen Polar Express. <laughs> I have a couple. There's, there's some, some left. There's some left. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I, I have uh, a Christmas carol. What's and I, I, it's just the old Charles Dickens. Oh, that's sticking your wheelhouse. Those Tiny are yours. Tim? Tiny Tim. Those are yours. So a Christmas Carol. Am I the last one? Yeah. Or a Nightmare Before Christmas. I have Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't know, guys. I, I really have no clue <laughs> what's good here. I'm left with nothing, so just give me a Christmas Carol. Okay. What about Scrooged? See, I had that, with but Bill Murray? Oh, yeah. it is so funny, and it's my father-in-law's favorite Christmas movie. We watch it every Christmas, but I'm like, I don't know if enough people watch this. A Nightmare Before Christmas, Gremlins, Die Hard, Batman Forever, I had all those. And yeah. Bad Santa was one of mine, Ray, but you're right. I was scared that it was going to scare off the family. Is Batman Forever a Christmas movie? What did you say, Mike? It's, I mean, yeah, it's got Christmas in it. When I, when I Googled things, it popped up. So then up. you can't hate on Home Alone being on there. If you were going to choose I mean, that's, die hard. that's a hill that I've already decided I'm going to die on. Okay. okay. So you just can't. Yeah. So you're just, just never going to let it. that go. Yeah. You know, you, you don't even agree with yourself. Yes, anymore. I do. I agree with myself wholeheartedly. <laughs> you know what? I support me. I'll be honest. Okay. All right. That's what's up. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. 
in the Christmas spirit, Lunchbox went Christmas caroling to some businesses in Nashville. It was kind of crazy. You know, the employees dug it for the most part, but there was a few that definitely wanted him to leave. So you can hear his crazy street bit that gave a little Christmas cheer to some people who maybe need it. Number five. Okay, Lunchbox, what'd you do? So I went around to local businesses and I would find an employee and I would just say, hey, I'm Chris Kringle from Chris Kringle's Carols and someone has hired me to sing you a Christmas carol. And then I would sing them a Christmas song and let them know that they are loved and cared about from someone. You would think if someone hired a person to sing, it'd be someone that could sing. Like that's going to be weird when you start singing to them and they're like, this guy's terrible. Uh, Yeah, I'm awful. I can't stay on rhythm, can't stay on beat, don't know how to do it. But uh, I try to put them in the Christmas spirit because it's my business and I'm there to sing. Okay, here we go. Here is Lunchbox going to a gas station and there's someone who works at the gas station who has received this uh, Christmas carol gram. Go ahead. How you doing? I'm good. Someone said that they really, they said they love your personality and they want to make sure you're in the mood for Christmas. So I'm here to sing you a song. Okay. Rudolph the red nosed reindeer, reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, saw it, you would even say it glows like a light. Yeah. And all the other reindeer loved him. And you are loved too. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. Yeah, there you go. People <laughs> like, people sent that to you. They bought it. They said, go sing to her. I said, all right. Whoever said that, I said, thank you. Put a smile on face. Woo! All right, here is clip number two at a drugstore. How you doing? I'm Chris King Kringle from Chris Kringle's Carols, and someone has hired me to sing a Christmas song to you. Are you ready? No. 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 I'm dreaming of a white Christmas just like the one I used to know with you. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed your Christmas carol that someone sent me to sing to you. Okay. All right. Merry Christmas. I hope, they, I hope it was free. What do you mean? <laughs> Thank you. All right. Have a great day. What do you think she meant by I hope it was free? Uh, I could tell that she thought it was really bad. I mean, her facial expression let me know that she did not think my singing was up to par with a singing Christmas gram. All right, one more. This is Lunchbox going to a coffee shop. How's it going? I'm Chris Kringle from Christopher Kringle's uh, Carolers. Okay. And someone has sent me to sing, sing you a little song for Christmas. Oh. Yeah. I, I love this. Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. I love it. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Uh-huh. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock with d- There you go, that's Christopher Kringles. And they will tell you on Christmas who they sent this message. I'm not allowed to tell you. Oh, I see. Okay. So Merry Christmas. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Happy holidays. A couple questions. One, how did you get a guitar? Uh, There's one in the the room, a couple of doors down. There was just some guitar sitting on a stand. So I grabbed one. Two, they're told on Christmas Day? Yeah. How did people find them? Uh, no, I'm not really going to find him. I'm just, he's going to, on Christmas Day, he's going to be like, man, who got that for me? Who got that for me? So all Christmas, <laughs> he's going to be thinking, man, who got this for me? He's never going to find out. Okay. 
But I, I bet he didn't think about it again. Did Just you hear the in. standing ovation? I mean, that was incredible. The mm-hmm. whole coffee shop cheered for me. That was incredible. I'll agree. <laughs> Amy, was that incredible? I mean, it was amazing. Epic. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, Lunchbox, thank you. Good You're job. welcome. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. We're not going to talk about this one, listen, because we talked about it and so many listeners called in. It was a huge deal. Eddie decided to, as he calls it, teach his son a lesson, as some of us would call it, punished um, his son with bologna sandwiches. And listen, this was a whole thing in itself. Uh, you know, b- besides not talking about it too much, Mike, do you have any opinions on this manner? <laughs> I like that he has to clarify it, that he's trying to teach him a lesson. And he's not like, punishment. I'm teaching him a lesson is not punishment. But let's make something clear. It is a punishment. It's a punishment. Like, but it, there's a lesson behind it, but at the core of it, it's still a punishment. Yes, exactly. He he corrected when I tweeted it out on the show's socials. He goes, it's a lesson. And I was like, yeah, it's a punishment. <laughs> <laughs> and we laughed about that. But do you, do you think what he's doing is funny? Do you think it's maybe not a good idea? I mean, I think when we had callers share their opinions on it, it kind of opened. Like, first I was like, this is cruel. Yeah. <laughs> but then when you kind of hear that he is trying to teach him a lesson and some of the psychology behind it. I think there's something to it. Like yeah. you're trying to build something here that he's going to remember, not trying to traumatize him. <laughs> but I think it, it, if it true, if it proves to be effective, then it, I think it's a pretty good idea. Mm-hmm. Well, Innovative. Sa- yes. And it sounds like he's tried everything else. This yeah. is kind of the last ditch effort. And as a wild child myself, I knew it was very hard to discipline me. So I could imagine that for any parent who has a child that they're trying to discipline in some new way mm-hmm. i'm all about it if it works for them cool but i was with you at the beginning i was like oh, <laughs> if somebody forces me to eat bologna sandwiches all the time i'll be mad what kind of grades did you get in school oh straight a's really i might have been like i i was wild child in the sense that i snuck out a lot i like to run away oh, okay from i home. thought you were saying with your like, grades Listen, no, my my parents put the fear of everything in me when it came to my grades. I could not get in. I had only ever in my entire life gotten a B, and it was in college math. I hate math. Like, everything's I'm bad at history, and I am in, like, geography stuff. But my worst subject is math. I, I can barely do, like, multiplications without writing it down. Never was strong in that area. And they definitely put the fear in me. So I never got bad grades, but I, I showed out as a wild child in other ways. I, I did basically everything else I could do because um, I was also the youngest. So I got away with a lot, too. That, that did not help my things that I did. <laughs> um, but what about you? What were your grades like? Or were you a child similar to Eddie's son? No, I was straight A's, too. <laughs> but I was actually really good at math. That was like my best subject. Really? Yeah. I think the only... Although, ironically, though, I think in college, the only C I ever got was in college algebra. Uh, see? But that was just really hard. Yeah, college algebra <laughs> is hard for no reason. And I was good at math, and I did not get that whatsoever. Right? Oh, that makes me feel better, Matt. I mean, like, but now, if I have math problems, I'm just going to come to you. Okay. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's even it's even bad enough. Like, I'll, I'll, I'm so glad. I'll always see those memes, because it's funny to me. They'll be like, you know... Teachers always said that we would need this as we got older because we never have mm-hmm. a calculator in our hands. And then it's like what we do now with our phones, like times have changed in 20 years. Yeah. I think <laughs> what math teaches you is like how to come, like how to be able to problem solve. I think that's really what I took yes. from math of like being able to figure something out more so than like, yeah, I don't use square roots or trying to find X anymore in my mm-hmm. life. But 
I think the problem solving skills, I probably took a lot from math. Well, yeah, I mean, and I wish I did because like now when I'm doing anything with my my finances of any form, taxes, anything, I have to call my mom and I have to verify everything with her because I'm like, I don't know if I did this right. And most of the time, the conversation is like, hey, this is what I did. She explains that I didn't do it correctly, teaches me it. I still don't know what's going on teaches me again and then I finally get it. It's like this whole process <laughs> that my mom has still in my adult life had to teach me how to understand these finances because it hurts my brain. And ironically too, in, in high school, my favorite teacher was my math teacher, but I sucked at it and she knew it. She would help me. She'd try and help everybody always try to help me and I could never do it. It's just one of those that never like stuck to my brain, <laughs> but yeah, that, that was the bad one. So you guys, um, well, did you ever get punished as a child for anything? like Eddie is talking about nothing like that no yeah. I was a pretty I mean I got in trouble but nothing to where I needed to have some kind of next level punishment yeah. or any kind of thing like that like I think I made it might have got like tv privileges and like grounded I couldn't go anywhere I don't think I ever had like extra normal punishments yeah me neither but I also don't think that was heard of back yeah. then when I was a kid I think if you've done that people would lose their minds so now I think we're, we've, we've learned that we can be innovative and that kids are different and everybody has to be taught a different way. <laughs> but I love I love that you guys all called in about this one. You guys engage so heavily with this on social media. So, of course, it had to be in here. You guys can hear it back right now. Eddie talks about the lesson, as he calls it, in his son with bologna sandwiches. Number four. It's time for the segment we call... There they are. That's right, his kids. He's got four of them now. Um, what uh, can you tell us openly about what your you have four sons? Yes. So what, your, what your son did? This is the oldest son, and this is uh, about four months in the making. His grades have just been bad, and I every month I tell him like, dude, you got to get it together. School is important. He's a really smart kid. Very smart kid, and he's doing stuff like doing his homework but forgetting to turn it in. That kind of stuff. <laughs> Like and and his studying habits are terrible. He just can't get it together. So finally, we're into the last two weeks of school, and he comes back with a fifty on a test. And I'm like, that's it. I can't take this anymore. You're giving me a fifty on a test. That means you are not trying at all. And I give him a whole lecture about how if your work ethic doesn't get better. You're not going to have good things in life. You love your shoes. You love going out to eat because he loves restaurants. He loves the pizzas on Friday. So I said, if this, if you continue with work ethic like this, you're not going to have any of that. So the rest of the week, and this is this was the, this week, this past weekend, I said, you have finals coming up, and if you get another bad grade, it's going to be really bad. So the rest of this week, you are going to eat nothing but bologna sandwiches for lunch and dinner to give you a taste of what life will be like if you don't start working hard. <laughs> so how many days has he had to have just bologna sandwiches? Since Sunday. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. He's on day five. Day five of bologna sandwiches with no condiments and no cheese. Oh, he's in prison. He's in prison. Dude, That's all he's had? I am serious <laughs> about And he's this. eating it? And he's eating it. Man, and the other day we, we ordered a pizza and he had to watch us eat pizza. I said, well, you're eating your bologna sandwich oh because gosh. you cannot work hard. He is going to be in therapy as an adult 
talking no. about the time. Oh, you say no. You no. have to eat. Let me tell sandwiches. you, Amy, since we started doing this, he does nothing but study. I mean, he's on his homework all the time and he hates his sandwiches. Although he did say it's not bad the first two days. Now it's getting real. You won't old. even give him mustard. Can he earn mustard like in a no. survivor challenge? No. Like you go out, if you complete this challenge. <laughs> yeah. No, when the test results come in and he did well on the exams, then he can go back to eating whatever he wants. When do they come in? Uh, next week. So he's going to eat all bologna sandwiches? Correct. For Bones, we've been doing this for six months, and I did not do this until this week, and I said, look, enough's enough. You come up, you come home with a 50 on a test, this is what's going to happen. So if he fails one of these tests, then the whole what? Christmas break, Till, he has to eat bologna sandwiches until hey, no. the new semester. No, it gets worse. What? If he comes back with failed exams, no Christmas gifts. What? Like I like that's how serious I am. No Christmas gifts. I had to. I thought you were gonna say no food at all. No. I did too. I was like, oh my goodness. I had to text my parents and say, hey, stand by on the Christmas gifts for for my son. He's just he may not get any. Okay, Amy. I don't I don't know how I feel about this. It's not what I would do. Don't know exactly what I if it's even that bad. I I want to consult Dr. Becky on this. We could find her. She's a genius, a parenting genius. I don't know Dr. Becky. Yeah, I don't either. Neither Never do I, but maybe I don't either. And she doesn't have my kids. Scuba Steve could probably find her because I need to know an expert's opinion on this because, I mean, if it's working. <laughs> bad parent or smart parent? Amy. <laughs> right now I'm going to say bad, but well, I could be Amy. told wrong. Parents, Amy. So, so Eddie, he Amy. made me choose. Yeah. Eddie, I don't have kids, so I think it's funny. Yeah. I think if, when I do have kids, I, maybe I won't or think it's I think it's funnier. <laughs> I don't know, but all bologna all the time. That's pretty harsh. Yeah. I mean, you grew up that way, right? Oh, I ate bologna because I had to. It wasn't because I was being punished. And I actually like bologna sandwiches. I like bologna sandwiches and white bread with mustard. So what you're saying is he may come out of this loving bologna sandwiches. Oh, what I think about, like, again, because of what we had, I had bologna sandwiches, Mountain Dew, and I would have Doritos on good days. And that, to me, just sounds like a perfect lunch. Yeah. Put in a little plastic bag. When I was working maintenance at the golf course, I'd take it in. I'd look forward to those bologna sandwiches. But even with no condiments, it's a little harsh. You think? I think you, if he if he's working hard, he should get a condiment or a chip. Taking away like <laughs> technology didn't work or something no. like that. No, and it works for a week. He huffs and puffs. He hates it, and then he says, "You know what? I can live life without technology. No big deal." Okay, but right, right now, eventually, he's going to be like, "You know what? I can live life eating bologna sandwiches." No, he's getting real tired of it. He asked. He begged for ramen the other day. I'm like, ah, ah, sorry, that's. I mean, that's good stuff right there. He also put the same son in a bathroom, made him listen to "Man in the Mirror" by Michael Jackson for. And I love him, but, but uh, just it was just like 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Uh, that time's gone down every time we talked about yeah, it. Maybe, yeah, maybe 20. Good maybe thing Eddie's already locked in his foster kids as adopted, because I feel like if certain people were listening to this, I'd be like, okay, we need to go do a home study stat. Don't forget that I've been dealing with this for six months. It hasn't It hasn't been like, oh, you got one bad grade, oh, bologna sandwiches for the rest of your life. No, this has been like, hey, get it together. Oh, bad grade. You're still not getting it together. But what do I do some now? Some people did make bad grades in school, Eddie, Eddie, and yet they still grew up to be successful and don't, or not, what is success? Yeah, but you like, can't some let them just might. make bad grades as kids and go, I well, know. some people did exactly. do bad, so you can keep doing bad. Right? I, I, I disagree with that completely. I was just making a statement. I wasn't saying this was going to happen with No, but you were kids, saying, well, some people did make bad grades. You well, can't sit there and just let them continue to make bad grades. Okay. You got to do something. And that something is feed them baloney, That was it? my idea. Mm-hmm. I don't I, know. Hey. <laughs> I don't know, Bobby, man. with my statement, I wasn't saying you don't do anything. <laughs> I just don't know that the bologna sandwiches is the way to go. I like bologna. I think like, I think he can earn mustard or ketchup and chips. So if he studies hard, maybe not wait for the exams, but if it's like, oh, you did an all-day studying, you can put mustard on that. Maybe a little... I, I don't know, but maybe a little cheese. <laughs> huh? He did ask for cheese Maybe a little cheese if like, he's doing no, real good? No cheese. Well... 
I don't quite know what to say about this, Eddie. But for sake of a bit on the show, it's hilarious. But you're really doing this in real life. <laughs> I will say that I'm not laughing about it. Like yeah, it, it yeah. hurts me. Me either. To do that. Me either. And then Christmas, no presents. I mean, that's really gonna hurt me. What does he need to get presents? Just good, just good grades. What's in the good exams. though? C's. Uh, I mean, even if he does uh, a high C and a low B, I don't care. That's fine. Because there are certain st- uh, subjects that he really suffers in. If he can bring that up to a C or a, a B, we're good. The worst decision he's going to make is if he nails all A's, because then you know. Yeah, then he's capable of doing it. And I know he's capable of doing it, and that's the point. Okay, well, I'm sure a lot of people have something to say about this on Facebook, <laughs> if I'm guessing. <laughs> hey, maybe people have done it before. Who knows? All baloney all the time. I mean, maybe not exactly baloney, but... You should start a parenting blog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Eddie, for sharing that with us. Yeah, you're welcome. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. We got another wild update in the Abby Random Texter Firefighter saga. I mean, this just continues to go on. Now, we could talk about that, but we've been talking about that for mm-hmm. six months of this year. So really what I want to do right now is talk about Costa Rica and your time that you're away for a month. Yeah. So let's get into it. Tell me about the trip in general, and then we'll start to dive into some other stories. I think the first thing I have to talk about is how quickly this all happened. (laughs) I heard about like whispers about it, maybe like Halloween weekend of like the potential of going. And then two and a half weeks later, we were gone. (laughs) So in the amount of time we had to prepare for this trip, it was like not like nothing. So I think that was kind of the whole feeling going into this of not knowing what to expect. We didn't know if Costa Rica was a safe country. We didn't know where we were going to be staying, if there would be food around us. Like, we didn't know how we were going to survive there for a month. And the only thing, there was two things that I was, like, confident and comfortable with. One, that it was in central time zone. <laughs> Same time zone as here. And I, that's the hardest thing is, like, having to, when we travel, is like, okay, if it's this time here, like, that's mm-hmm. hard. And then the other thing is that, luckily, I speak Spanish, and that's what they speak there, so... I'd be able to communicate there and it ended up being a pretty big asset while we got down there. (laughs) So the whole trip, I would say Instagram is probably deceiving. Like if you saw me posting like things at the beach, things at like the pool, that was probably 10% of the trip. The entire rest of the trip was spent in a hotel room working. We had a whole room dedicated where we would do the radio show every day. That nobody would stay in. It was just a radio show. Just the radio show. So it's literally just a Hilton hotel (laughs) with this big thing of radio equipment, a microphone for Bobby, a setup for me to have some laptops and other audio stuff running. And that's where we do the show. Wow. Okay. So speaking of speaking Spanish that whole time, do you feel like the majority of time that you were down there, you were speaking Spanish? Yeah. Aside from like to everybody. Like in our circle, I would speak English too. But if you like the thing about Costa Rica, a lot of like the people there do speak English too, because it's such a big like tourist destination that they've learned English so they could be able to communicate with people there. So you, they would be able to talk to you if you didn't know Spanish, but it makes it a lot easier. And they also get a lot ex- <laughs> like more excited when I, oh, you speak Spanish. This will be easy. So did you ever like at any point have to translate for everybody, a part of your group, like when you went out to dinner or uh, traveling, any part of that? I'd say where I came in, the biggest handy was getting through customs when we got there because we (laughs) traveled literally with this big, huge radio kit 
It's so big, you could probably fit in the case. <laughs> like you could get in there. That's huge. I mean, maybe even two people could fit in there because it's huge and it's heavy. And when we go through security, we get flagged because they're like, "What? Mm. what is this? And they they're come, probably thinking it's like bodies in there. <laughs> and at the airport, they only spoke Spanish. So they were having to figure out what was inside of it. And I had to explain to them what we were there for, what we were doing, what we were using it for. I had to show them this documentation that we had of everything inside of everything. And if I wouldn't have been there, that stuff maybe probably <laughs> wouldn't have made it through. And we wouldn't have had a radio show for yeah, a month. So all that show. credit goes to you. So that was me being able to speak Spanish and communicate to them why we were there and that everything in there was just radio equipment. <laughs> Did it help you like brush up on your Spanish? Do you feel like you were like, oh, crap, I forgot what that word was at any point in time? Yeah, I'd say the first like week there, I I was rusty because, I mean, I only speak it to my, like, my parents. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I don't really use it in my normal everyday life anymore it used to be when i lived at home or when i go to mexico i spoke it all the time but now i mean i don't speak spanish here yeah and with any like secondary language you have to talk and write it all the time yeah i'd say like the first week there i wasn't as confident like trying to remember some words i'm like is that the right word it's like is that the word sometimes You're like I, am i telling them something yeah, else <laughs> i was like well also like when i learned spanish i was a kid and now I found like things like technology stuff. I don't really know. Like some of the news, like I can't explain an ethernet cable. Yeah. Like, is that just the ethernet cable? Which is all that radio kit stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. all the stuff when it comes to equipment, I don't know like the translation for that sometimes. <laughs> so that part was a little bit hard trying to get it all working when we first got there. But after the month, yeah, I felt as sharp as I've ever been speaking <laughs> Spanish. And not only that, like my wife now knows Spanish pretty well. Dang. Because she remembered a lot from, from when she took it in high school. And now she, by the end of the trip, she was able to communicate pretty well just by speaking Spanish. And now she's looking forward to Christmas time, being able to like talk to my parents and like show, hey, look, I know Spanish now. <laughs> she's like, look, I did it. I learned it. I love that. Now, and, and your wife, she went down with you. So how did that all like come together? And did it work out? How'd it go? Yeah. So I, I had to tell her like, all right, there's a possibility we might have to go to Costa Rica for a month. And she didn't want to do a long distance again because that's how we I mean, we did two years of a long distance relationship and she's like i don't want to go back to you know doing a long like distance we're married we, now we, why we, is this happening yeah we got married in june we don't want to hop in being a month away and luckily with her job she's able to work remotely so she checked with her job to make sure she could do her job from another country they were like yeah as long as you have internet there you can connect and do all your meetings do all your normal work you're good so that was probably the hardest part of like being able to decide all right we're gonna go together <laughs> but without her there it would have been a lot harder i would have gone you know crazy in a hotel room by myself for the entire time and then having to go back to communicating just over facetime and text and that would have been hard especially while you were trying to keep up with the radio show and do everything like your normal job that you had to do on top of that right yeah. so do you guys think you got closer from this trip like being stuck in a hotel room a lot together yeah i'd say the, i think the time for us that we grew the most was probably like early days of quarantine and this was like the next level <laughs> of that. it kind of felt like that because we were literally just us the entire time in a hotel room we'd work in the same space sometimes when she'd have meetings i'd go to like the radio room and work in there just so we could have our own little separate time but yeah we were together the whole time and I think our favorite parts were when we were able to escape the hotel room yeah. and go out and do the things that you probably saw on Instagram. Like there was a coffee shop we would frequent 
Uh, we did get to go to the beaches there, which were really nice. And then we would kind of explore just the area we were in. Did you ever do any like excursions or any activities? We wanted to. There was a volcano, an active volcano really close to what? where we were staying. Yeah, there's volcanoes all, all around. And we wanted to go and do one, but we never were able to. Just not enough time. Yeah. Dang. We wanted to do that. And then we also, they have sloths there. <gasps> but they were, they were, where we were, they said it was a hotter part of the country to where they normally aren't are. If you would go further south, you Dude, could literally I'm just south see and them. Seen yeah, but it was like three, four hours away. Oh, I'm so jealous. I love sloths. <laughs> I think your wife loves sloths too, She does. Too, right? She wanted to see one really badly. Now, you did see some other animals. I saw one of your TikToks of a Cody. Yeah, it's basically like a... I guess to us, it would probably just be a raccoon. And they probably thought we were so dumb for being so fascinated with this animal. But it looked like a lemur. But it was like... Like, even raccoons don't interact like that very often. Yeah, we... During um, Thanksgiving, we stayed at a different hotel to just get away from where we were. And where we were, there was this... I guess this, it's called a white-nosed Cody, and I guess it's a frequent, like... Well, visitor of visitor the coffee over place. There, and they feed it oatmeal cookies every single day. He gets two <laughs> oatmeal cookies a day, the guy told us. Oh, my And when gosh. we were there, he was just sitting outside, like, waiting for them to come out. So the guy went to grab a cookie, took it to him. <laughs> he took it and <laughs> ate it. It was awesome. See, I saw your video. I was like, I am so jealous. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, we were so fascinated. Everybody's like, yeah, he comes every day. That's the way you should get to interact with animals, if you get to interact with them, right? It's like in their natural habitat. And that's them choosing to interact with humans, mostly because they figured out that they can get oatmeal yeah, cookies. Yeah, we saw another one another day. And he was, yeah, he was just like going around trying to find food. Wow. And the other thing they have there that we saw a lot was just iguanas. Yeah? Just like, like big ones? Big or? ones, just everywhere. <gasps> like, I would get to, like, run a little bit around the hotel. There was, like, a little circuit I would do to run. And there was, like, this corner where there was always this iguana just chilling there. I named him Iggy. Is this Iggy little sunbathing spot? And he would just chill there. I wouldn't get too close to him because he would kind of, like, run up on you. <laughs> but they were everywhere, and they were big. Like, how big would you say they were? I mean, that one was probably, like, three feet. Okay. So pretty big. I mean, that's literally more than half of my height. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> They're pretty big. And did, did you ever get to, like, hold one or hold any animals? I know that's a thing down in resort islands. No, I didn't get to do that. Mm. Man. Okay. So, so no activities, but there's things that if if you could go back, would you? Or would you be like, nah, I already experienced it? I think I already experienced it. Okay. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I'm good. I also, I'm not super into like tropical destinations. Okay. So you're you're a mountains over beach? I would say more okay. mountains. Because like when you get to a beach for me, I'm like, what do I do now? <laughs> like, and, do I sit here? Yeah. Do I put the sand in my feet? Yeah. My wife was like, why didn't you bring a book or something? I was like, I, I don't know. Did you ever go like swimming in the ocean? I, we walked out to the ocean and I never dipped my feet into the Pacific Ocean before. So I got to do that. Okay. Very yeah. cold, very cold water. <laughs> but never, never waded out into the water. No, never did that. Dang. Okay. Any, any other fun stories from there that you want to share from Costa Rica? I mean, the cool thing about it was everybody there was so nice. Like it's, and I think going into it, we were worried of like for our safety of like how safe the country would be just because you go to any foreign country, you don't know. And that and Costa Rica is part of what country? Central. It's Central America. Costa Rica is its own country. And then we were staying in a city, not the capital city, but it's like a. OK, so it's part of the continent of Central, Central America. 
But it's his own country. Yeah. Okay. But it's like an island, isn't it? Right? It's not. No. It's see. It's, this is how dumb I was. <laughs> I thought it was an island. Okay. Here, here's what I found out, and I'll admit how dumb I was not realizing this. I thought Costa Rica was an island too. Yeah. Not even. It's you could drive there from here. <gasps> so it's like connected. It's oh, connected. That little teeny tiny. Yeah. You go. You could go from here through Texas through Mexico. I think you go like Nicaragua, but you can drive there. I didn't realize what? that. So it's not an island. No. It just looks like an island? It's one side the Pacific Ocean, the other side is another body of water. So it's But it's like the north and south ends are connected to Yeah, they're connected. So it's all wow. connected down all the way to south. Dang. Well, you're not stupid. I thought also I am stupid at geography, <laughs> so I'm already there. Wow, okay. So not an island. But did, so you guys were on the Pacific Pacific ocean side, side, yeah. Okay. That's so fascinating. And the people were really nice. Did you eat any good food? Oh, the food there was amazing. Like every single restaurant we went to, the food was great. And it's not really, it's not Mexican food, which I guess is what we kind of expected. Yeah. But it has a totally different spin because everything there is like super fresh because they use everything local. And I found Ooh, like, love that. I found like it was so much different than eating here because everything I ate tasted fresh. Nothing tasted like it was had like preservatives in it. Nothing was like made the same way it is here. That literally everything tasted amazing. And you're like, uh, how do I make this happen when I go home? Yeah. So now eating food, are you like disappointed? I mean, I if I do kind of miss the food there a little bit. It was so good and so fresh all the time. And I tried things that I haven't really tried before. What's a new food that you wish you could have all the time that you tried down there? Plantains are really big there and they fry them. They put them like in just different foods and I never really eaten them before, but they're really good. They're kind of a version of a banana, aren't they? Yeah. Okay. That's that I've had them before, but again, not fresh. So they're not Costa Rica yeah. <laughs> plantains. Okay. Yeah, those are good. You can find them here, but I, I don't think you're going to be as satisfied. And then the other thing they have there for breakfast, that's a traditional thing there, it's called gallo pinto, and it's basically like white rice and black beans. But that's like a breakfast staple. I've never really, I mean, I eat beans and rice, but not for breakfast. Yeah, so just beans and rice. Just beans and rice. They add some like seasoning to it. It's had, yeah, okay. it has some seasoning on it. It tastes really good. And I had that for breakfast probably every day because that's what was available. <laughs> So I got used to eating that and plantains. That's interesting. And you and your wife are both huge coffee drinkers. So did yeah. you bring back some coffee? We did. Mm -hmm. We brought back coffee for all our families because the coffee there was really good. <laughs> that was probably my favorite part. Like just the straight up black coffee there. Some of the best I've ever had. Well, Central America in general is known for their coffee, right? They are, yeah. Costa Rica is known for their coffee. And then, again, going back to the fresh things, we would go and get like iced coffees. They make it with like fresh coconut milk. Yum. Like one of the best things I've ever had. So like they just stick a thing in a coconut and they, and they pour it in. They have it fresh some days. And then one time we went, I got like straight up just a, like a fresh coconut. Like all I do is punch a hole in it, <laughs> put a straw in it and you drink it. And, it's and what does that taste like? I mean, it tastes like sweet coconut water, like just straight up. But not like a coconut water if you got it from the store. No, not like that. Cause I don't like that. <laughs> like coconut <laughs> water from the store tastes gross to me, but like a fresh coconut like that. It, they like chill it. It's great. Likely too, because you're getting actually all the coconut flavor and ingredients. Whereas like a coconut water you probably buy from the store has like watered down. It doesn't taste They put other sweet. things in it. It tastes weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want well, to like coconut. I don't like coconuts, but I've heard coconuts like drinking out of one are a lot sweeter and they taste really good. Yeah. It was really good. Oh, man. They call it a, a pipa. A pipa? Yeah. 
like a bee, bee, pa? Beepa, like a pipe. Oh, like beepa. Yeah. I, hey, I learned a Spanish <laughs> word today. Oh, man. All right. Well, before we, we move on to Abby's firefighter segment that y'all can hear if you didn't, any last words about Costa Rica that you want to share or stories that happened to you? I mean, like I said, personally, I wouldn't go back. <laughs> but if you're look, if you're into more of like a beach environment, you're looking for someplace safe and where the people are friendly and that even if you don't speak Spanish, you'll be able to communicate there. I think it's great. And it's also um, not that far away. Yeah. Like from the States, it was only a three hour flight. Not bad. So direct flight? Well, we we flew from Nashville to Houston, which was like two hours. Okay. And from Houston to Costa Rica was three. So five hours total yeah. from here. Yeah. So not that bad when you're thinking of going to a totally different country. Well, yeah. And like Houston to Costa Rica is a direct flight. Yeah. Which it, normally if you go to another country, sometimes you have to get on a small plane and go somewhere else. Yeah. it's It was a pretty quick trip. And if you go three hours south, you can see sloths. Yeah. <laughs> If you would have saw a sloth, I would have been the ultimate jealous. I know. I like, I was already jealous of the Cody. Did I say that right? Yeah. But you see a sloth, I would have died. Like, and, I would have died. And the thing, because uh, Ray spent, like, a summer living in Costa Rica. He was telling me all about it before I went. And he was like, man, you're just going to see, like, monkeys chilling at the bus stop. I never saw a monkey, and I was disappointed. It sounds like you guys were, like, just enough north that it yeah. wasn't the climate for all of the wildlife. Different part than Ray was hyping up. Yeah, but still, hey, so if you go to Costa Rica, just go a little bit further yeah. down, maybe. <laughs> all right, right now, y'all hear Abby's firefighter update. I mean, I loved Mike D's update of Costa Rica because so cool. He spent a whole month there, and I'm sure you have stuff up on your social media. I know you have the Cody video on your TikTok. That is up there. So make sure you follow at Mike Dishro to see any of his um, Costa Rica, not real content, but kind of real content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and right now is Abby's firefighter update. Number three. But we had a saga on this show where Abby, our phone screener, was talking back and forth through text with the firefighter. And I encourage you to go back to the podcast and hear this, but at first it was an accidental text. Oh, I accidentally texted you. And then we're like, Abby, that seems suspicious. And then we got the person on the on FaceTime because we thought it might be a catfish. It wasn't. Now, Abby, when this saga kind of ended, did you feel betrayed? Did you feel lied to by this person? I mean, I still don't feel like I have the answers, but I was just like, I don't think it's worth like pursuing or anything, so... So you're not talking to this firefighter at all? Well, he does text me on um, holidays. He does. Like Thanksgiving he did, and then he did recently. So, Do you think that he knew you from the radio show, somehow found your number online, and just started texting you? I still don't know. Abby, I really I don't. You, to, you could say yes or no if you had to pick. Gun to your head. No, I don't think he did. Okay. Lunchbox, how do you feel about this? In your heart, gun to your head. Uh, he went and got her phone number on the internet. No. Nah. I think so, too. Absolutely, he did. He did his research Eddie? and found it and texted her. Yeah, no, 100%. Th- this guy wanted to make it seem like it was an accident, but mm-hmm. he looked it up and found her number. Yep, 100%. Well, he has, um, according to a snitch on the show, <laughs> has he sent you gifts? He did. He sent me Christmas gifts. Yeah. <laughs> he texted me and was like, be looking in the mail. Because I sent you some gifts. Weird. <laughs> what is he it? sent them to the studio? Yeah, he did. He did you ask me for my, my home address, and I said no. So. Oh, <laughs> oh see, he took... Oh, he already knows your home no! address. Okay. Actually, he probably doesn't. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah does. he already Don't knows. Good point, I mean, let's, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's act like he doesn't. Okay. What did he send you in the mail? 
Oh, you want to see? Oh, it's it's kind of funny. Uh oh, is it a teddy? <laughs> what? A teddy. <laughs> a teddy bear? No, lingerie. Who even calls it a teddy? Oh what is that? The first one is a calendar. It's a firefighter calendar. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> for 2022. And the, there's is it pictures. the one he's in? No, he, no, he's not in this one. So he sent you <laughs> a bunch like of other dudes on a calendar? Chippendales? Yes. Yeah, it is kind of okay. like Chippendales. Yeah, he's not on this. No. Okay. Go ahead. What else? And then a mug that says, I put out fires. And there's a <laughs> fire extinguisher on it. <laughs> okay. What else? And then there's just like a little firefighter ornament. But he gave me um, two guitar lessons because he knows that I sing, but I don't like really sing because I can't play guitar. And so he was like, I want you to follow your dreams. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Abby's falling, Abby, Abby's oh, falling in love again. Uh, yeah, totally. Oh, is it nice um, or creepy? Um, creepy. Because she won't even respond to a text. Well, I thought I said thank you to him. Oh, That's see, why I well, I didn't think she had been uh, responding. Yeah, she I did just deletes her responses, so you think she's not responding. <laughs> no. I, wanna, I mean, that was nice. It was a nice thought. Abby, so I just to say you need to go one way or the other. Either embrace this and go, let's get together and go out. And maybe we get married or just ignore <laughs> it completely. But this whole middle of the road thing. You're I, right. After, I don't think after it's this. the healthiest. I agree. Like this, could, this could be a great movie. If you guys get together and get married, this is wonderful. I don't think that's going to work. He's too far away. He's not even in Nashville. I don't think there's a future. And that's he's a creep. He looked your phone number up and on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you, I mean, not the distance thing, Abby. Like, oh my goodness. Like, hello. I agree. I agree. But that's there tough. is a percentage, guys, that it, it Very wasn't. Very slim. Okay, but still, what if he didn't look it up and this was all by chance? See, I just don't believe it. Okay. I don't. I don't believe it. Uh, if he came to town though, and he said, "Hey, I'm, I happen to be in town. <laughs> would you meet him?" Yes. Yeah, I would. Oh God. Yeah, see. Oh. I would meet him just, just because. No. <laughs> Bobby, pay for oh. the flight. <laughs> no. Oh no. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. The company had a Christmas party, and there was a few of us that went. And as usual, when we are involved in something more than one of us there tends to be some drama and there was drama i was there i can attest to it lunchbox did some things abby did some things i mean listen as bobby said during the segment you can't take us anywhere and (laughs) it continues to be true even as we get older almost worse (laughs) so you can hear that right now our company christmas party and the awkward drama that happened and you can decide who's was worse i mean you know all awkward Number two. We had a company Christmas party. I was not able to go because I wasn't in town. But who went to the party? I Me. Did. Morgan, Lunchbox, Scuba Steve. Did it Abby? Abby. Wh- Abby went. Those are the, you four went to the Christmas party. Yes. yes. Morgan, what was the party like? I mean, it was like just a bunch of work people in a room eating and drinking. It wasn't anything like super crazy. It was more like a happy hour, I guess you could say. Oh, a happy hour Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. with appetizers and food. Really good. Okay. Amy, you just you just turned around like I'm interested. What yeah. happened? Well, a little birdie has come to me and told me a couple different stories. And so Morgan, did you tell me a story? I told you. Okay. A story. All right. I'm gonna <laughs> let you go first, Morgan. Okay. Well, so this this restaurant we went to was super awesome and gave us fifteen dollar gift cards after the event. It was like, hey, come back and see us. Super nice. So their goal was to give everybody a fifteen dollar gift card, which was just enough to have repeat repeat business. Yes, okay. for people to come back. Yeah. 
And so everybody took theirs, no big deal. But Lunchbox over here went to all corners of the room to get three different gift cards to have $45 to go back to this restaurant. And then he bragged about it to everybody. So everybody's sitting here like, wait, why did I only get 15? And Lunchbox is like, I got 45 Baller move because they want you to come back and only give you $15. That's not going to pay for the whole meal. But if you get $45, guess what, honey? Let's go on a date night. I got gift cards and I got three of them. What up? But were they really just trying to get 15 bucks to each person? Yes, to each person so that all of these like 70 people that are there will come back. That's a lot of business for them. Do you think he took someone else's gift cards? No. Yes. No. Hold on. Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <clears throat> Morgan, do you think Lunchbox took someone's gift card? Well, we had to RSVP to this event and say that we were going, which meant they knew how many people were supposed to be in attendance, yeah. right? And everybody who RSVP'd went, according to like our boss, and so they likely only had that many gift cards ready. Lunchbox, your turn. Uh, I didn't see them, anybody going, oh, wait, I didn't get one. Everybody there got one. Some people just used the system and got three. Some people are smarter than others. If you want to sit there and be passive and say, hey, I'll just take 15. But if you're willing to give me 45, hey, I'll take 45. Was the conversation, did you guys do a check-in? Okay, who got their gift cards? No, we no, didn't but do a not, not one person was like, what? I didn't get one. Like, hey, how come there's a shortage? The, the manager had a stack. I mean, the manager of the restaurant had a big old box of them and was just handing them out like candy, like trick or treat, trick or treat, or happy holidays. And so I went to one side of the room, other side of the room, <laughs> other corner, boom. But why didn't you just go, I'll take $45 then at one time? Well, he said, oh, yeah, we're just giving them one per person. Cool. So he went. Exactly. <laughs> okay, How, now the not, truth comes out. Well, now did, the, he not, did he not get recognized just bouncing from one no, corner to the he next? He drew a mustache on a Sharpie. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd like to get my heart, please. Because one time he's coming and I had my back to him and I just kind of stuck my hand out like, oh, here oh. you go. And another part, you know, time. And the I'm, truth comes out. Yeah. Yeah, he was I mean, very strategic about how he did Very strategic. It. And I got $45, so I'm going to get a free meal with my wife next time I go. Everybody else, huh, you're going to spend your own money. I mean, this doesn't surprise me. There was that time, I mean, we could probably think of multiple examples, but I remember we were doing something with St. Jude and they were giving out like North Face backpacks. Oh, yeah. and, he kept and going. everybody backstage got one and he walked out with I think like, three. No, yeah, four. Oh, four. yeah, four, four <laughs> backpacks on. Four. And I was so embarrassed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, one for each of my kids and then for their like, kids. For their yeah. kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other thing is, and Lunchbox brought up Abby. You want to talk about embarrassing. Okay. Oh, go. my gosh. No, no, no. Amy. Well, you just look for reasons to get on her now, Amy, don't you? Amy. What? What? They hired professional carolers to come in, and oh. they are up there singing, and Abby thinks, oh, I'm good enough, and just goes up there and starts singing with them. <laughs> Abby, is that true? They invited me. No. no! They did invite you? Yes. How did they yes, invite you? Yes, one of them came out and uh, talked to me and asked if I wanted to come out. No, 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 no. They are all dressed up, and they're like an acapella group, and they are all dressed up in their garb, and Abby's sitting there with her drink, and they're like, oh, yeah. I'll go up there. I'm going to start singing. I can sing. And she goes in there and oh, crashes okay, the Okay, then let's, party. let's now check in on the truth. We've all had our minute to yell things. Oh, great. I think Lunchbox <laughs> is pulling up video. Oh, no, I got a picture. Abby, did someone come to you and ask you to come sing with them? Yes, they honestly did. Would you have ever just jumped up and said, I'll sing? <laughs> no. If I had a lot to drink, maybe. But no, I wouldn't do that because they were their, yeah, they were their own group. Which is more embarrassing? Lunchbox having his back turned asking for more gift cards or Abby I being mean, asked to and then hopping up and singing with the acapella group? Lunchbox. 
Lunchbox, 100%. Morgan, what's your what's your take on Abby's situation? I see why it could be embarrassing because they were dressed in like caroler outfits, like full-blown Like outfits. from the 1800s. Yes. Yeah, and they're holding the books between two, like there's four people and there's two <laughs> there, two people are sharing the books and you can see Abby looking over the girl's shoulder trying to see the book to see what the song they're singing. There is no one saw Abby get approached about coming to sing. <laughs> she did. just went up there and started singing no. and it is absolutely embarrassing. What'd you sing, Abby? Oh, what song was it? I don't even remember. Too drunk to remember. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> they were very inclusive. No, she was like, come on, get on in here. Look did, at So them. they knew no. that you're a singer? Uh, one of them did, because he works here. One uh, of the carolers? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Do That's know, why he Do you was... know him? Uh, yes, I've met him one time. Okay. John. <laughs> okay, well, who's more embarrassing? Let's let's pull the room. Oh, Lunchbox. Lunchbox, for sure. You lunchbox. Scuba. Abby. Abby. Oh, oh was there. She stole the thunder from that group. It was their time of year to do it. And she comes in like the drunk aunt and starts singing. It was so weird and so awkward. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> but they asked her. No, sure they did. No, they did not. Abby, look at look, Abby, look me in the eyes. Did they ask you? Yes. You can oh. ask John. Who's, who's John? He's the guy. He's oh, one okay. of the carolers. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> one of the carolers. The guy Abby's met one time, and he's already inviting her to sing with his group. He totally did. Okay, well, that's my point, right? Who you do you think? You can't take us anywhere. I know, but Scuba's saying it's Abby, which makes me And he was wonder. there, I know. He was there. Well, maybe what Abby did was more awkward, but Lunchbox did was more dishonest. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we just, we both lose. Everybody loses. We lose as a show. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Everybody's favorite. And when I say everybody, I mean all the listeners. I mean ours. The Christmas show, the big gift exchange went down this week. And that is a whole drama in itself Mm -hmm. every year. So we're not even we're going to let you guys live that out here soon. Before that, though, Mike, let's talk Christmas. What are your Christmas plans? We, we talked a little bit about um, some things earlier, but do you have any big Christmas plans? So main thing we're doing for Christmas, we'll have our Christmas before we leave to Texas. Okay. We'll do our gift exchange, and then we'll fly home, spend Christmas Eve and Christmas Day with my wife's family, and then we'll drive down further into Texas and go with my family. And you guys are flying there, no driving. Flying there. I personally like to drive, but my <laughs> wife wants to fly because we get there faster. I love the drive from Texas, from Tennessee to Texas. How long is that drive? I think the full thing from where, to where my family is is probably like 10, 11 hours. Dang. But I, I like the feeling of just getting in a car, driving. I have no distractions. I don't look at my phone. Listen to podcasts, listen to music. I love stopping at truck stops, getting cheap coffee, getting snacks, and just being on the road for me is like a comfort. Yeah. So I love going on that long trip. Wife doesn't like it so much. So I was like, all right, I can see the appeal of getting there faster, being able to get there quicker. But yeah, so we're going with that. Well, I mean, you hey, you want to come drive for me? Because I have to drive to Wichita this time. How far is that? 13 hours. Oh, my gosh. And I, I have a best friend that's flying into town to drive it with me mm-hmm. on the way up. My dad's driving it with me on the way back. And because nobody can trust me to drive by myself, apparently. <laughs> um, it'll be me and my dog and or driving up. It'll be the first time I've ever had to do that. And you're doing it one shot? No, so the well, the second time I am with my dad because he's pro yeah. on the road. 
Um, the first time, though, I'm going to stop in Kansas City, which is about an eight and a half hour drive from here, and mm-hmm. see a bunch of my friends, and then drive the rest of the three hours to Wichita the next morning. That makes it manageable. Yeah, a little bit better, but still, I'm like, Ugh. I I do love flying now that I like have this huge drive ahead of me. I'm like, oh, I wish I could fly, but I can't fly with Remy anymore, and I used to be able to. She she's an ESA. She's also a therapy dog. But they changed all of those rules. Mm-hmm. She used to be a great flyer, and it was amazing. And now I can't. I, I tried to get her in a bag. That <laughs> didn't work. Doesn't work. Um, no, she she looked like a ping pong in the bag. Like <laughs> get me out of this thing. And I was like, well, that's not gonna work for me getting to bay and put you on a plane. So we're just gonna drive down, and we'll see how that goes this year. That'll be an interesting adventure for us. That's a long drive. <laughs> yeah, at least we get to stay for like. Eight, nine days, so it's not terrible. Yeah. Um, at least for that. That's why I didn't drive home over Thanksgiving because I can't make a thirteen or twenty six hour drive in three days. Yeah, Thanksgiving's a hard one to travel for. Yeah, like especially when you have to drive. So, um so for Christmas I'm excited. I haven't I haven't really gotten to see or hang out with my nephew in in Nice in almost a year. So I'm excited to see them. They've like grown up. And I'm like bringing them gifts. I'm like, I don't even know what you guys like anymore. <laughs> it changes every minute. But so I'm excited for that. And, you're, and this is your guys' first time being married. And we talked a little bit earlier that no new kind of traditions. Mm-hmm. Do you feel in this in the six months so far of marriage, have you learned anything? I think I've learned how to consider another person when making decisions. <laughs> and that was probably the hardest learning curve I had of like, I was used to always saying I and me, and now it's a we thing. And just always knowing that things that I do don't just affect me anymore. And I have to consult with somebody else now. I've had to kind of learn about that growth. Have you been okay to kind of, I wouldn't say lose your independency, but you know, teeter your independency, right? Cause it, it goes from being by yourself to being with somebody else. Has that been a natural change for you or has it been like you find yourself correcting often? I think it's been a pretty natural change for me because it's something that I've been looking for my entire life. Yeah. Like I've been just me forever. Like literally my wife now is my first girlfriend ever and my first serious relationship that now is my marriage. So I think that I've been looking for that and wanting that for so long. It's really just making these small little changes to learn how to be in a marriage and work, you know, in a way that's beneficial to both people. So I don't resist it in any way. It's just literally just me like retraining my brain to be like, oh yeah, dummy, you have have a wife. Yeah. It it is interesting when you have to retrain your your brain to think of different things. You're like, I didn't even know I did that. Yeah. Because even with like the trip to Costa Rica, like if Bobby just told me, hey, we may have to go here. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll go wherever. But now it's like, oh, I got to, you know, like, like, oh crap, like, I have to talk with my wife. Yeah, like I have to talk to her. Like that's something that was never an issue before. We would go all over the country do I mean, we lived in LA for like six months when he was doing Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. And that was just all right, got nothing else going on, we'll go. <laughs> but now it's like, oh yeah, I have to consider that and I have a wife and I have to talk to her first, figure out a plan that works for us. So yeah, it's just adapting to that. And is she going to be back to work next year or is she fully remote forever? I think she's probably fully remote forever. They That's had like awesome. a, they had a survey like with their within their company of like who wants to go back or who feels more productive at home and everybody in her field feels more productive at home. 
a lot of her coworkers have kids, so they're able to do their job at home and, you know, take care of their kids and spend more time with their family. So it's kind of worked into everybody's benefit to be working from home. So I don't think she'll go back into the office next year. Well, that's a good thing. And in case you have to go fly somewhere else again next year yeah. on, the, on the random crazy whim that happened this year. Yeah. <laughs> and and she gets to see those things with you, which is also really cool. Um, I mean, I, we... I had all these questions written down for this little segment here, but then we talked about it when we were talking about yeah. Christmas, maybe. <laughs> so I, I literally was like, you guys exchanging gifts. Like, what are any updates? Where um, are you guys looking to buy a house? I know you guys are renting. Mm -hmm. you guys, is that kind of the next phase of things, or are you just chilling? I think so. We're not in a rush to buy a house, which I know everybody listening to this now is probably like, make the investment now, folk, like, Think about your future, but we don't want to rent forever, but I don't think we're ready for a house yet. We're looking at, we are looking at moving. We want a different space because I have this place now that, I mean, I had when I was single. I just yeah. moved in there like I need to move somewhere else and it doesn't really feel like our home. So I think we'll have like another shift where we go to another place before we make the jump of buying a house. Okay. All right. Well, that's a pretty big up update. Yeah. I mean, and I don't, I think it, I think it's different for everybody. It, that looks different for everyone, especially in the market that we're in. I mean, my mom's a real estate agent. I know how it goes and mm -hmm. it's not a fun one right now. Like it, great for her because things are flying off and people want to buy, but it's also not great for her clients who want to buy a house and they can't find one. Yeah. That's so, the hard. I mean, it just stresses me out looking for a place. We'll mm -hmm. get on Zillow sometimes just to look at places and they're there one day and gone the next. Mm -hmm. And there, I mean, houses are just like they're for insane prices and you have to make very quick moves on them. And that's stressful in mm -hmm. itself. Like it's already stressful buying a house and putting down a lot of money. Yeah. It's really stressful when you're like, I did not anticipate I had to pay that much for this. Yeah. I think we've had a lot going on in our life that adding that extra stress right now, it's just not there. Like, yeah. I don't want to deal with that right now. Now, last time we talked to you, you guys uh, had talked about a pet. Mm -hmm. Is there a potential pet coming into the picture? She wants a dog hardcore, and her parents actually just got a new puppy. <gasps> so when we go home, um, she'll get to play with that puppy. Oh, she's going to have puppy fever. Yeah, so I have a feeling after this trip home, she's going to want one even more. But again, going back to our house, we don't have a fenced in area to have a dog. But if you're moving, but if we're moving, I'm sure she's going to be more leaning towards a place with a fenced in area. And is there a particular dog you guys like to, to get or just adopt? She loves every dog she sees on <laughs> anything, anything on Instagram. She follows an account here where it's uh, rescue dogs. Yeah. Everyone that comes up. Oh, I love it. I love it. Just like I won that one. That one. Oh man. Okay. So there are some updates, but they're just, they're just, they're moving at sloth pace. Yeah. <laughs> and I like it. I like sloth paces. So that's exciting. All right. Well, any, any last advice before, before we get into this massive Christmas gift exchange, everybody loves to hear. Do you have any marriage advice after six months? After six months? I don't really think I have any advice. <laughs> Um, or it, maybe something you learned and you're like, okay, I need to, you know, you talked about the, the referencing another person, making sure you're, you're doing that. But maybe there's something you learned and you're like, I did not anticipate that. I think when it comes to us with everything, like being as open as you can, when it comes to communication has been like our strongest suit. Like we talk about everything. <laughs> like there's never really anything that we like don't fully go into and discuss. And I think that helps us when it comes to making decisions. 
of like we literally lay everything out every possible situation if something comes up that one of us doesn't feel comfortable with we always bring it to each other's attention <laughs> like i think we over communicate to the point to where like it's made us stronger good i love to hear that and i think most people would agree with that because communication is always key but it's harder to do than we say right i mean we always say communication is the best thing to do but so much harder to do it than when you're in that situation. Yeah, I think it's just like the basis of everything. Like start there and everything else kind of builds around that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that is some great advice to leave us on, especially before the holiday season and things are about to get wild and crazy with all the families. Yeah. Don't forget your communication. Talk to each other. <laughs> Try and make some some time for one another, whether it's your partner or your kids. However you go about it this holiday season, try to stay calm. And communicate. Which will not happen in this next segment. Uh, that, that's true. So after this segment that you hear. Uh, I will say something about the the change and progression of this segment. When we used to do it back in the day, back when I was an intern on the show, the gift exchange used to be even more dramatic because everybody would buy gifts for one person and then they would rate them. Oh, that's even worse. So it'd be like you get a gift and then you get three gifts. You get one from Bobby, Amy, and Lunchbox. And everybody then, did. Yeah. And then you rate them like okay this one gets a one this one gets a two and this one gets a three and then it would be a point system to where you're trying to win the game by giving the best <laughs> gifts but then people would get strategic with it of like giving good gifts a bad score so somebody it was a whole thing oh, so it used man. to be even more dramatic because people would basically pin against each, it was just a, a whole <laughs> and how many mess. years did y'all do that for i mean until the move to Nashville that's how the, the that's why even Bobby talking about it would refer to it as a competition because it used to be a competition yeah of people would try to give the best gifts to get the best scores when did it switch over to like a theme well in in two because probably Bobby Amy and Lunchbox couldn't buy for seven of us at this yeah point. once it grew that we have so many more people now on the show before it was just Bobby Amy and Lunchbox then here we switched to the theme to where we're only buying one gift for people <laughs> And we would just try to come up with something every single year. Now, in the, in the theme this year, really, there wasn't necessarily a theme, but it was you had a $50 limit on the person. Mm -hmm. And then you could either um, keep that gift or you could pass it off, give it to Bobby, and then choose one of the ones that he brought in, which were a slew of different things. Yeah. Good and bad. Good and bad. And so that was kind of the theme. I, I can't put that into one word. Normally I can be like blue Christmas or <laughs> it's the mystery box. Yeah, it's the mystery box Christmas. So that is that is what happened this week. I wish we do what Mike said that they used to do because that would be hilarious, though we already have enough drama <laughs> that happens. And yeah, so you can hear the excitement, drama, maybe even some tears. I don't know. <laughs> but our our mystery box Christmas gift exchange happens right now. Number one. You guys ready? Yeah! Oh, yeah. Ready to celebrate Christmas here? <laughs> yes, sir. Well, every year in some form or fashion, we exchange gifts, and uh, this year we've added a new twist. It is going to be the Christmas Gift Exchange Mystery Box Edition. Ooh. So we all drew somebody's name. We, we bought them a gift. We will give them the gift. They'll open it on the air. They'll say what it is. And then they can choose... To keep the gift or to go to the mystery boxes. Because on the stage here in our studio, there are 10 boxes. Inside of those 10 boxes are everything from, well, I don't want to tell you. 
but some of the gifts are valued at over $50. There's also a wheel up here. Oh, I like that one a lot. On the wheel, you can win up to $250. Oh, my goodness. There's a $250, there's a $150, there's a $75, and a $25. So we can say box or wheel mm -hmm. or... Inside inside of uh, one of the boxes, there's a coupon to spin the wheel. Like, step box. right up. Exactly. Inside the box, inside of one of those boxes, there's a coupon to spin the wheel. <laughs> and you could win up to $250. <laughs> wow. Oh, man, I want that coupon. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take one of these $1 ones. Oh, yeah, the put another 500 No. But what oh. I'm going to do is I'm going to turn this into two spins. Yeah! Oh, wow. So if it lands on this, you get the next two spins added up. <laughs> I love that. So I guess that could be $500 lunchbox. Oh. Let's go! By the way, the company didn't pay for any of this. I do. I just want everybody to know. <laughs> this is great, this man. This is just me trying to, you know. For the record. Give, I love Christmas. Christmas. to my people. I love this. All right, up first, let's just go down the list here. You know what's, Mike D can't go to the boxes and neither can I. Because you guys know. Because we know. Well, I've, fu- I've funded the whole thing. Right. Um, so, Mike D, we're going to have you get your gift from Abby first. Do you have it with you? Yeah. Okay, let's, let, let's get Abby's gift to Mike D and then let's get... Also, um, Amy to Scuba Steve. Okay. Okay. So, Mike, you go and open yours, and Amy's getting hers to Scuba Steve. All right. But, Mike, you have to keep yours. I will keep mine. Mike D., our head writer on the show, if you hear a game, odds are he wrote it. He's got a snowman bag. All right, taking out the wrapping paper. Mm-hmm. We have dinner and a movie dice. Looks like a movie game. Okay. Uh, oh, I thought it said... And then in the bottom here, it's like a blanket. <laughs> Try to it unwrap it. It didn't okay. look good. Scooby, at- you can already start unwrapping yours. <laughs> okay. It's like a film slate. Oh, it's a film slate blanket or a towel. Yeah. That's a blanket. Blanket. Oh, okay. There oh, you go. That's sweet. It's for when Thanks, he watches Abby. movies. Do you like it? Yeah. Would you have kept it movies. over the mystery box? Yeah, definitely would have kept Wait, it. Wait, there's one more thing. There's one more thing? Yeah. It's a coupon for a free kiss. <laughs> <laughs> no. If, like, you're, if you're feeling down, <laughs> she'll give you a hug and a kiss. Hey, because oh, that's yeah. free, right? So nice. And there's a t-shirt. That says? That says, quietly judges your taste in movies. Bam. There you go. <laughs> that's there you go. Right. Good job. Good job. Thanks, Abby. Welcome. All right. So that one's done. Scuba, Amy got you what? Amy goes and hands me her gift, and she goes... <sighs> Fifty dollars is so hard. Yeah, that's so, not guess, good. so it sounds like it's not going to be good. So I maybe no. take one of those boxes over there. Scuba Steve is obsessed with like old, like the one thing I know he loves is like cool sh- Nikes, and they're like, what do you do? Like that's just- oh wow, this is pretty cool. These are actually these are really good. I get these at Costco. They're the perfect protein bars. So I like these. Thank oh, yeah, you. Those are expensive. They are pretty expensive. Yeah, that's like, a fake excitement. They're like four bucks a piece. Goes, oh, a bunch wow. Of them. Yeah, cool. great. I got a oh, candy bar. I'm still going to get a no, box. Yeah. I use those they're as They're supposed filler. to be refrigerated, and they're not. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I had that box in the fridge all night. I'm just kidding. What's in that box, Scoop Steve? I'm about to find out. It's a uh, big black box, and inside of it, there is... Oh, wow. Popcorn. Oh, this is really cool. Jordan slides. Oh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Those are nice. I like these. Actually, I could use another pair because the one I have now, I slept in dog poop and I don't feel like cleaning it. So what size do you wear? 13, and these All are right. size 13. I wear 13. hit up his wife on DMs. <laughs> well, crap for me because if he doesn't keep them, I have to, wear, have to keep 13. <laughs> Big slides. I know. Because anything that you guys go to the mystery box for, I keep the gift. 
Let me try mom real quick. If they're comfortable, I'm going to keep them. Okay. Okay. Go to the box. Go to the box, dude. No, you, you got- I mean, I hate to be, a, I know you guys want the box. You want to do that whole premise, but I, I like these a lot, and I need new slides. Yay! And it's a very thoughtful gift. You put some heart into this, and I appreciate oh, that, yeah. so I'm going to keep this. And thank you very much, okay, Amy. Okay, nice job. Scooby Steve does not go to the box. Wow. That makes me happy. All right, so let's let's get a couple gifts to their places. Let's go. Mike D, give your gift to Eddie. Go. Oh, and nice. Eddie, give your gift to Amy. Amy, you've got it already. Okay. That's the black one right there. Wow. Okay. You guys, just go, go ahead and open them. We don't need the full play-by-play. You got it. Amy's is big. From Amazon. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't yell what it is quite yet. Eddie, what do you oh, see there? Oh, I see a Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl champions hat. This is a future hat. This is a, like, if they win the Super Bowl, this is the hat. <laughs> oh, wow. This year? That's what I'm talking about. Why yes. Do they, why do they make the hat? I don't know, but athlete? I love it. Oh, yeah. They're... That's a little foreshadowing is what that is. Oh, it could be jinxing it, though. And then it's coffee. Okay. From Costa Rica. Thank you, Mike. Costa Rican coffee. Okay, Let Eddie. Think, I'm going to think about this. Okay, I'll come yeah, back to you in a second. Ready? Amy, go ahead. Okay, I open mine, and it's a bird feeder. Amy's but is from Eddie, yeah. A solar bird feeder, so... I guess it's also a light, so the the light is powered by the sun. That's right. The light will be on all night. <laughs> for, the, for the birds. For the birds. Eat at night. Twenty four seven. So I can watch them. That's really pretty. Oh, oh! You got me a lickum. What? <laughs> yeah, tell them, Amy. It's a lickum. It's a cat scratcher that you put in your mouth, and it's like you're licking your cat, but you're scratching them, <laughs> and it's for bonding. It's. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that cool? Yes. Yeah, like, look, watch. Let me see. She's going to demonstrate okay. on you, Bobby. No, but you put it in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you weird. stop it. That's weird. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. It doesn't feel like a tongue, though. It's, what? it's intimate. You can do that it, without a mouth. It doesn't have to feel like the tongue. It's the process of, like, you know, helping your soothe your okay, cat, but, like, right. with your body. That's right. You like it, Amy, right? I do. Okay, Eddie, you have a hat and... Uh, some coffee. Would you like to go to the mystery boxes where you could have a shot at $500? Bobby, Mike D, I really appreciate your gifts. I think they're so thoughtful and so nice. But I don't even have a coffee machine now. Oh. I have a Keurig, so I have oh. no use for this. Oh. I love the hat, but Bones, I think I'm going to go to a box. Oh! Hey, you want to know what a poser fanny is? This is a Super Bowl hat from 1996, vintage, and that's Bobby's. Oh, you got a vintage hat! You don't even know. You don't even understand what that hat was. Great gift, Mike D. I I love that he just Googled while we were doing all the gifts. I I looked at it, I was like, that looks like it's old. I was put on the spot. (laughs) All right. I got a good hat. Okay, you got a good hat, Bones, I have a chance for $500. Okay, okay, hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Amy, are you going? And don't don't worry about hurting feelings because Eddie just hurt Mike D's. Right? (laughs) Right? It's Christmas. Would you yeah. like, that's what you do. Would you like to go to the box? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to a box. Oh! Oh! I mean, I really want this, but kind of already ordered one for myself. See, there you go. <laughs> it's so creepy. And I have, like, tons of bird feeders. This one is really cool, but if Bobby keeps it, I think it'll be awesome because Bobby totally. can watch birds. All night. I now I have to take a bunch of garbage home. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is your idea, bud. Think about this. <laughs> okay, so... Amy will go to the box. Eddie will go to the box. Come on. Okay. Hold on, not yet. Oh, oh what, what? There are 10 boxes up there on the, on the stage. Just tell me what number of boxes you're going to take, Eddie. How many, what, Mike? Yeah, you can't touch them. Yeah, you can't touch them. Can't touch them. Let me see here. Uh, oh. There. Okay, so I'm thinking can of corn. So there's some that just obviously are not can of corn. Uh, 
give me number eight. Ah, that might be a can of corn, but I'll go eight. Okay. Are you sure you they want eight? This is yeah. your last chance. You can eight. change it if you want. Oh, I can change it if yeah, I want? you can change it. Um, okay, give me number nine. Okay, Eddie has chosen nine. Amy? Dang five. It. Don't hand it to him quite yet. Okay. And five. Amy, is what and Amy I has chosen five. Five. Okay, so what we'll do is we'll come back after the break. Yes. And you guys can open up. Your two gift boxes, okay. Eddie nine, <laughs> yeah. Amy five. Okay. And then we will open up gifts. I'll open it up from Scuba. Ray will open up from Morgan. There are 10 boxes. Those are the mystery boxes. And both Amy and Eddie have decided to go to the mystery boxes. Eddie got a great gift from Mike D. Yeah. You're wearing it. I'm wearing it. I'm now oh wearing the God. hat like that Eddie got. You're rubbing it in my face uh, yeah. and you're wearing it in the studio. But you've decided to change this hat and your coffee, and I'll take that coffee too, for... <laughs> For a mystery box. <laughs> That's right. And it's now, a hard decision, but I made it. And you've chosen number nine? Correct. Eddie, here's a deal I'll give you right now. Oh, my goodness. I've got Dang a Visa it. gift card. It's for, always a deal. For $47. <sighs> now, was it 50 but I wanted to make sure it worked. So we spent three bucks this morning. Mm-hmm. I'll give you this gift card to not go to the box. Oh, man. So the gifts that Mike got me all totaled $50. But you didn't get to choose those. And you're giving me 40 How much? I have a $47 Visa gift card. Bones, I love your offer, but I'm going to pass. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, Eddie, go to the box. Come on. Come on! Bobby, you a big Cowboys fan? Nope. Man. We'll have my butt with this later. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Eddie, biggest... Number nine. Dang, it's really light. That means you that got could it. be like that's the a ticket paper to spin. Says, you, it's no, really light. Nine was the one I, I had in my mind. Dang it! You're right. It could be good. It's really light. I, it feels like there's nothing in here. That means it's a gift. Card. Oh, it's something. What is it? Or it could really? be something inside no, something there. In the box. Oatmeal crumbles. But apple oatmeal crumbles. But that would be oh, here. It's taped. It's not really oatmeal <laughs> crumbles. Hold it. Piece of paper that says spin the wheel of I have the worst luck in the world. Eddie, on this wheel, yeah, there's 75 bucks, 150 bucks, 25 bucks, 250 dollars. Oh, that's what I want right there. And there are also some one dollar ones. There's also a two spins, which means if you hit that, you get the next two spins added together. Okay. <laughs> we ready? Is there another spin one up there? Or is that it? Eddie's spinning. I'll spin it for him. Oh ready? yeah, Bobby's spinning for me. All right, Bones. When you're ready, dude. Are you ready? When you're ready. Let's spin, spin that wheel. Come on, one dollar. Come on. Come on. Oh, one dollar. The one space away. That's one away from 250. One dollar, Eddie. Dude, you need to feel my heart right now. (laughs) Like, it is pounding. You gave all this away for one (laughs) dollar. Oh, that's it? That's right. That's That's it? Just one spin. Oh, what? (laughs) You know what? Good job. Money's money. I'll take the dollar. Okay, I'll Venmo it to you now. <laughs> You're Venmoing a dollar? Yeah. Okay. Bones, I think the fee is more expensive than that. Amy. Yes. Oh, that is oh awful. You have chosen box number five. <laughs> yes. Now, I will make you the same deal. Oh. Okay. Would you like a $47 gift card? No, I want the box. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Would you like a $47 gift card and maybe a spin on the wheel? Oh, oh. now he's talking. Now he's talking. Is it, is it because five is the corn? It's up to you. I don't know. I, I mean, just like the excitement of the box. She's taking the box. Box number five. Yeah. She's passed up 47 bucks and a spin on the wheel. Well, I saw how that was heavy. What's it feel like? Is it heavy? She's got box number five. She got a like gift card. Something. I don't know what well, this yeah, is. Oh, yeah, it's something. Like, there's something shaking, <laughs> so it's not a piece of paper. Oh, man. <laughs> 
beauty begins with truth. Well, that's true. Polished. What? What'd you get? <laughs> What'd you get? What'd you what get? <laughs> what is that? What did you get? What is it? What did you get? What did you get? (laughs) They're just gonna hate me. I mean, what did you get, Amy? A hundred dollar gift card. Ah! (laughs) Dang it! Why does it says? um, It's like the. I don't even want to say it. Wow! And merriest Christmas to me. Hey, and you know what? As a special Merry Christmas. No, don't even. You can keep your lick thing. Oh, thank you. Because <laughs> I don't even want to put that in my car. Now you have two. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So next gift up. Uh, Morgan, number two, I got you a gift. Yeah. I mean, it is from wow. Caitlin's favorite athleisure <laughs> store, Crew, Ooh, C-R-U-E. Yeah. Crew is good. All right. So, I saw that bag and immediately. I saw you eyeball the bag as it was being carried uh, across no. the So Morgan is getting this gift. It's a fancy bag, Bones. Yeah. Did, did you do that? No. Oh. <laughs> no, the owner of the store. <laughs> Oh, yes. I do love me a good hoodie. Thank you. You're welcome. I love it. Would you like to keep it or go to the box? I would like to keep it. This is very soft. Nice. Nice. Why would I go to a box? It's more fun. I don't want a can of corn. I got a hoodie. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's a good hoodie. All right. Morgan has decided to keep her gift. Merry Christmas, Morgan. Thank you. I will open... My gift from Scuba Steve, I can't go to the box. Right. So you're um, stuck with that. And then, Ray, you, you have your gift from Morgan in a second? Yeah! Go ahead and open it up. All right. Okay, Scuba has given me a picture. And in this picture, there's a shipping cart. And a, one of the carts is circled. And it says here, which I'm guessing that's where my gift is. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, I, I ordered this a long time ago. And there's supply chain <laughs> demands, 2021. There's a lot of shortage yeah. of truckers on the road. So, unfortunately, your gift will come in uh, next year. Do I get to know what it is? No. What? I, I, I want you to wait until you get it. Because the if it were I'm here. I'm trading it for a box. Yeah. No, you, you, <laughs> well, you don't want to trade it for a box. You're going to get this. And it's probably going to be the greatest gift you've gotten in a long time. And nobody else would want it except for you. Nothing Arkansas related. Just from, something that from from a, an electronics company. Okay, so I'm just gonna okay. What? The calculator. Uh, uh, we T. need I, to know. Ti ninety four. Okay. Graphing. Thank you, Scuba. I have no idea what I'm thanking you for. <laughs> you will be when you that get it. That shipping container. That you got a whole shipping container. Raymundo, you have your gift from Morgan. Yeah, yeah. Go I'm ahead. Need some scissors on this bad boy. It looks like a custom sign. I'm uh, I'm scissoring it right now. Sizzin is scissoring it. What are you talking about? Dang him, too. How'd you think I was going to get into this? Now, Sorry, I had to tape it down. If you're just turning the show on, Ray can either keep the gift or trade it for one of the boxes on stage. Oh my gosh. Are you serious right now, M2? Abby, you have a gift from Lunchbox, and Lunchbox has one from Raymundo. Yeah. Okay, I do. Lunch- guys, go ahead and open your gifts, and I'll come to you, and we'll figure out what they are once you get them opened. All right. Lunchbox put mine in my own wrapping. What do you like mean? that I gave to Mike D. He put his own like in, he didn't even wrap it. He just no, I did wrap it. There's another. There's in a bag in there. Just calm down. It just yours was nicer. <laughs> Ray's got it open. Ray, what you got? Yeah, and it's now in bubble wrap. Uh, <laughs> this is taking a moment. Ray trades it in now without even seeing it. <laughs> I'm being very careful with this. This is delicate. Oh my gosh! If it is what I think it is. This is sick, and I'm <laughs> definitely not turning it in, but I'm still going through the bubble wrap, so hold on me real quick. Lunchbox, what do you have over there? Lunchbox got his gift from Raymundo. It's very uh, quiet. It's a blue and white box, and it says, Clear Rear, the butler. 
Oh. So it's a butt cleaner? It's, I'm it's trying to figure it out. To your oh, it's a bidet. Toilet. Oh, it's a clean bum club. It's a clean bum club? That's what it says. <laughs> Nature calls. Clear the rear is the premium answer. Oh my what God. is that? Yeah, Ray, what is, what you, it? is it a bidet? It's a bidet. Yeah. Okay, Lunchbox, you keeping it? Let me tell you, guys. I've been to Vegas. I've used those bidets. But, man, I look at those gifts up there, and I got it. Is there anything over $100 up there? I'm just telling you, you have a chance to win uh, up to 500 bucks. Whoa, there's more spins. I'm in. Let's go. Oh, there's another spin up there. Yeah! There's another coupon for a spin. Yeah! I wouldn't mind. Are you going to the box? I'm going to the box. Okay. I'm going to the box. You can have a clean butt. You okay. can have a clean Amy, butt. Amy, will you hand me my new bidet, please? <laughs> oh, man. All right, Lunchbox, what number are you picking before you go up there? Three. All right. Three. Lunchbox has chosen number three. Ray. Yo. What do you What do you got? I got a Sizzin sign. I wanted to light it up, but I don't have the time to do that. Yeah. I mean, it's legit. It's literally something you throw in a bar, and it says Sizzin in cursive. It's going to wow. be neon lights. It's going to blink. It's probably going to have every color. Why would I ever give this up? That is my name. It's hey. on my birth certificate. No, it's not. Yeah. Are you keeping it? Yeah. All right. Ray's keeping his. Abby, you have a gift from Lunchbox. Thank you, Morgan. You're welcome. Can I go straight to the box? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm getting uh-huh. nervous. I don't care. Oh my! He didn't. You did not get this. Yeah, singing, singing for dummies. <gasps> Are you actually? What? That's it. Not your gift. That's so mean. No, no, hold on, hold on. Everybody says I don't support Abby, and I'm singing so rude to her. Dummies. And let me tell you. What would it even say? Singing for dummies is a way to improve your singing. You want to get better at singing. I'm trying to look out for you. You want to make a career. You want to get yourself played on the radio. That is going to help you. I mean, actually, it could help. <laughs> Working your breath control. Okay. Okay. Um, Abby, are you going to keep singing for dummies or go to the box? I'm going to go to a box. Okay. So we have two boxes here. Lunchbox has chosen box three. Abby, which box would you like? Oh, shoot. Hey, can you show them? Okay. Um, oh, man. I'm going to say, oh, four. All right, so box three and four. Lunchbox. Yeah. You're up. All right, let's go. Get your box, buddy. Let's go. Hey, singing for dummies, that's a good gift. Would you like to trade for a $47 (laughs) gift card? No chance. No chance. Yeah. (laughs) What? That's heavy. Hold on, hold on. Would you like to trade for a $47 (laughs) gift card and... A $50 gift card. Why do you have all these gift cards up there? Oh, man. That's $97. And, but if you, get, if you don't take that one, you have to give that one to Abby. And she'll, she'll get two gifts. But she'll get hers and she'll get that what? one. She gets two gifts? It's, no! It's what you pay. Oh, no! So you can have $97 <laughs> in what gift cards. Or you can have that gift. <laughs> but you have to give that exact gift to Abby. Man, because this is like going to be a trip to the Bahamas. His mic's not on for some reason, guys. He's just yelling. Trip to the Bahamas, and I'm going to give it to Abby, and I'm going to hate her even more than I do right now for rejecting my gift. A trip to the Bahamas. Going once, (laughs) going twice. You've chosen the box. You've chosen the box. Sold. Uh, What? I was listening to Amy talk. Amy was blabbering. Plenty of time. There you go. (laughs) That's okay. I got to get my gift. Do you want the? Hey, do you want the 97? No. Okay. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> no. You're, you're baiting me into a going bad once, decision. Going twice. No, no, it's sold. Sold. No $97. Yeah. Okay. The Grundy County Auction is closed. Grundy, Grundy County, County Auction. Auction. <laughs> All right. Lunchbox is opening up box number three. Oh, my goodness. This is going to be awesome. It's heavy? Oh, it's heavy, man. Keep going. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I win. I win. Hold on. I win. 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 What is I it? Win. Tell them oh, what it is. Oh, it's those Apple logo. 
I want an iPad! I want an iPad! What? I got an iPad! Yeah! But open it! Is it really? Oh. Ah! <laughs> oh, it's, it's applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. This is amazing. Good choice. Good choice. This is amazing. Why do I have the worst luck in the world? Why do I have the worst luck in the world? Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Hey, it's two applesauces. Oh, this is great. Hey, it's an apple product, huh? Yes, it is. It is. Yes, it is. Oh. Oh my gosh. And when well, he, why, pi- when like he a- picked it, I LOL'd, and then I tried to give him $97 twice. <laughs> and he didn't take $97. Why do I have the worst luck in the you world? You had yelling, I won, I won. <laughs> 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 see, this is so stupid. Oh, I'm excited to see what's in box number four for Abby. Oh. <laughs> and then I knew, I knew if I said, hey, at Lunchbox, you have to give that to Abby, though, if you lose. I knew I'd reel him right when I wanted him. got him. <laughs> Hey, he's playing chess. I was playing 3D checkers, baby. Wait, I did the wrong one. Right, oh, whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah, twelve them up. Okay. Woo. Uh, box. What's up? Man, see, this Christmas show always, it, it, it's out to get me. Like, I got the dollar that one time in the envelope. You pick that, though. You pick everything. No one told you to pick number three. It's like, why, why? How do I get the bad luck every single time? Every time. You also had a chance to win $97. I'll take it. No, yeah, that's how it do. works. Abby, you have a uh, number four. Would you can have number four, or I'll offer you ninety-seven dollars. Oh my! Jeez. Oh whoa! Wait, what? I really? Have, yeah, two Visa gift cards for ninety-seven dollars here, or you can have number four. I feel like it's gonna be corn. I feel like four. Or you I will tell you this. Sauce. I will tell you this. It is not corn. Don't number tell four. her that. Don't give her that option. You didn't tell me this wasn't <laughs> applesauce. <laughs> no, I don't like this. Ninety-seven dollars, or. Box four. And if you don't choose box four, it goes to me. I'll give it to Lunchbox. Yes! Oh. Yeah, Abby, let's go! Oh, then I'm gonna do the 97. $97. <laughs> so okay. I got four? You have four, Lunchbox. Yes, let's go! Okay. I'm, back. I'm back in the game! Abby, come get your $97. Yeah! Because <sighs> I was gonna make hers go to you. I'm making. Yeah, yours that's, go what I'm to her. I, that's called fair. There you life go. is fair. That's called fair. <laughs> open it up. Now, right here, now life is fair again. Yeah. It's We're like, back, baby. I mean, this guy is like a roller coaster. Abby, this is what you missed out on. You can't even see. Open it up. Was it heavy lunch? No, it's light, man. This is like a $100 gift card or something, or $200. Okay. Maybe $500. Dang it. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? <laughs> It's a My Little Pony, like, water ink thing. Good job, Abby. Quite the Christmas for you, Lon. Wow. Okay. Uh, We're over time. We'll come back. I'm, like, dizzy from laughing so much. You guys can call us, 877-77-BOBBY, 877-77-B-O-B-B-Y. Abby, congratulations on your $97. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Amazing. You're welcome. A lot better than singing for dummies. <laughs> and Lunchbox, you got yourself a My Little Pony uh, coloring book, and you got yourself some applesauce for the kids. Yeah. You're back in third grade. <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> it's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. All right, I'm going to give you guys one more chance to get it a box. Yes. What? what? Come on. Last chance. 20 bucks. So all the gift giving is over. Some of us kept our gift gifts. Some of us <gasps> traded the gifts in for a box. Uh, all hilarious. 
go back and listen on the podcast. But what I have here, I keep the game blank slate at my desk. Oh. <clears throat> I love the game blank slate. So what I'm going to do is play individually with each of you. If we match words, you get to go pick a box of your choice. Oh, okay, man. we can do this. We can do this. Wow. Come on, Bobby. We can do this. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to try. Yeah, try your best. And so what I'm going to do, though, to make sure I'm not affecting, like, picking a weird word on purpose, I'm going to see the card and the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody write their answer down. I'll then draw your name. Okay. <laughs> that way you don't think I'm trying to, like, make sure Ray doesn't win. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The first word is, and by the way, Blank Slate's a really fun game. You guys should check it out. Blank Dance. Blank dance. So I'm going to write down the word that goes in the blank for me. And I'm going to go. Okay, I got my word. Everybody in? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In. Okay. Come on. Draw me, dude. Drawing. Let's go. The person I'm drawing is Scuba Steve. Uh-huh. Scuba, what'd you write down? I was just thinking about Garth Brooks and I put down Last Dance. I put down Last Dance. <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. But Garth Brooks. It's, it's the dance. The dance. Oh, yeah. whatever. whatever. What? Uh, it made me think of that, whatever. It worked out, so thank you. Because that is the last dance they're doing, but wow. I had to miss the dance. Wow. Yeah, see, I read into okay. the line. Scuba. <laughs> Come get you a box, buddy. All right. As he's getting a box, we'll play another round. Come on. Come on, man. Hmm. Hey, what um, yeah. What number are you taking? Uh, I'm gonna go with number eight. All right, take number eight and just hang okay. out for a second. All right. Oh, remember Eddie? That's the one that you picked. I know. But then you changed your I mind. Know, I know, and I got a dollar. <clears throat> got a dollar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Next up, better than applesauce. Snake blank. Come on, pick me. I got it. I'm in. Eddie, I'm drawing from a hat. I know. I'm not <laughs> just trying to send that message. On purpose. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Come on. The person that I'll be trying to match with is Abby. Oh. Abby, snake blank. Don't. Bite. What? Snake bite. I have snake pit. Oh. Wow. Well, that Sorry, was Abby. Abby no you, did, you, did, you did pretty good today, though. $97. I know. I'm nice good. Job. Hey, give it up for Abby who played today. $97. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Next word. Blank room. Blank room. Blank room. Yeah. Oh, boy. I don't want to be drawn on this one. I'm in. This is weird. I'm in. I'm in. In. Everybody good? Don't draw mm-hmm. me. Don't. Come on, Lunchbox. Raymundo. Yes. Yeah, we think alike. I went with bedroom. Oh, I put green room. Like our green room here at work. Oh. oh that was I had bedroom, I right? Had bed. I had bed. Hey, give it up for Raymundo who played a heck of a game. Yeah. Steve, go ahead and open your package there, number eight. Oh, boy. It is a cardboard box. That means it's something good. It's not a trick. Miguel R. And it is a $50 gift card. Yay! Pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. That's nice. Pretty good. Eddie, that could have been yours. I know. <sighs> All right. One of the boxes, if you choose, I'm going to add another $50 gift okay. card to it. Okay. Now, I've already written it down on my sheet okay. up here. Okay. The next, the next word we're trying to match is blank corn. Blank corn? Uh, I don't know anything. Blank corn. <laughs> okay. Don't pick Is there anything? Is there anything that goes with that? Yes. Blank corn. The 
person that gets a shot at the box is Eddie. Oh, this is terrible. This is the worst one to get it for. Uh, I got white corn. I don't even know what that is. Sorry, I put cream corn. <gasps> That's yeah. what I have! Oh, man. Because it's I, Bobby's favorite kind of corn. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Hey, corn. give it up for Eddie who t- uh, I got, I won one dollar. away with a dollar. One dollar. Merry Dang. Christmas. Dang. Wow. Okay. Next up. Come on. Cream corn. Mm. Oh, popcorn would have been a good one. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would have been I didn't really even know that. Bear. Oh, man. Blank bear. How many? Three people left? Blank bear. You guys write it down. I wrote it down. Morgan, you're still in? Yeah, I'm you still in. You Yep, okay. in. Everybody good? Mm-hmm. Lunchbox. Bobby. We'll say it at the same time. Don't don't screw me on this. I'm not, I, I've already written it down. I, I know. I need a box so bad. Uh-huh. So bad. So bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> that I mean, like, I have two crappy gifts over here, and this need I need to turn my Christmas around right here. Yeah. So this is, I mean, you've got to have what I have written down. Okay. I'm ready. What do you have? One, two, three, Teddy. Yes! Wait, you didn't say it at the same time! <laughs> what do you have, Bobby? You better have Teddy. I have... Teddy. Don't grab anything. Don't grab anything. Oh. Which one would you like? Which number? You can walk over there. Just don't grab anything. Bam. Lunchbox, get the big one. Yeah, I'm thinking about that big one. What's the big one? Number one. <laughs> I mean, because you know the biggest always wins. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> you have uh, one, two, six, seven, and ten. You know what? Don't touch it. If you touch it, you're disqualified. You know oh, boy. <laughs> we got to pick. We got to go to break pretty yeah. soon. All right. Chop, chop. Guess what? Mm. High school soccer, I was number two. So? <laughs> so you're going to um, go with two? Come on. Oh, man, this is tough. Ooh, 10 looks good, too, though. Because I am a 10. When, when ladies Bobby. look at me, they see a 10. Start okay. counting down. Five seconds. Yeah. Four, three, two. Two! Two or ten! Two or ten! Two or ten! Which one should I do? Which one should I do? I think you should do ten. But who don't, don't, listen don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. What do you guys say? I don't... I mean, two is your soccer number. I know, but I am a ten. And Bobby said ten. Okay, you can't trust that. Yeah, but he's doing the reverse psychology. He, Sometimes I, I, he does I, that. He wants me yeah. to think. I think you need an answer. Five, four... Three. Two! Two! I gotta go two! I gotta stick with my gut! I was number two in soccer in my junior year. I kept the jersey all year. Are you sure? It's your last chance to change. Oh, man. Oh, I no. think you should go ten. Rico. But, but who cares what I say? <laughs> totally. He's like, <laughs> back in 97. Oh, it's 98, but yeah. Okay. Uh, I think you should go ten. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> What's he doing? Stop. Don't, don't listen Count. to that, this dude. Like don't two. listen to it. Two. Two. Two it is. Two it is. I can't. Hey, I'm going to tell you what's in ten. Go ahead. Tell me. What's in ten is a spin on the wheel. No! <laughs> but okay, no, you, spin, see what I got. No, 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 no. You can have ten. I, I will promise you, ten's a spin of the wheel. You have two and a half minutes. No, Do I'm you, going. No, uh, oh, man, two hundred fifty dollars though. About five hundred though, possible. Oh man. Now two, 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 two must be dynamite. Must be or, dynamite. Or am I setting you up to fail no, no, again? No, no, dynamite. You dynamite you like isn't good. Yeah, yeah, like dynamite. Like he's he's trying to get me to go to that wheel because he knows. Can that's we worth just more. come back at the top of the hour? Lunchbox. Yeah. You, you have two boxes left up there to choose from. Yeah. Ten and two. Ten and two. And uh, I tell you right now, ten is spinning the wheel, and you can spin this wheel and win up to five hundred bucks. 
Okay. How about I buy box two for 20 and I spin the wheel on 10? No, we're not. I'm not. You don't get to make the deals. I make the <laughs> deals. Good try, though. So, are you picking box 10, which is for sure a spin of the cash, or box two? <sighs> are we ever going to find out what's in two? I don't know. You don't get to know right Give now. Give me 10. You want 10. I want the money. You're changing your mind. Are you confirming right now that oh you are. My I need God. you to lock it in. You want 10. Say, lock it in. It's in. Oh, my gosh. Lock. It is. All right. All right. Two was a $50 Target gift card and a $50 Visa gift card. $100. We told you to go with two. Okay, so Man, now see, Lunchbox. No, see, you told yourself to go with two. He I still know. has a chance to win more money, though, so uh, you can go and open if you want to see the coupon. Have your minute. I tell you what, you, I'll, I'll give you a chance to trade that box. Oh, boy. You can trade box 10 for... What? One, six, and seven. The only ones left. But why is he doing that? I mean, but one of them's corn. <laughs> See, the last time he told me I should take ten, he tricked me again. This is your chance. You led me astray. This is, you can either take the spin of the wheel, or you can have one, six, and seven. The other three left. I can have all three of them? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, guys. Oh, that's a tough one. I don't know. No, I got to spin. Okay. I got to spin. Go ahead and take that uh, number What's 10 box. What's in the box? rest of the boxes? Don't, Don't tell me it's something good. And box one was a $20 scratch off oh. inside of a can of corn and a $50 Visa gift card. No! No! I avoided it because it was the biggest one. It was obviously the corn. Number six was a kettle. Number seven was corn. <laughs> <laughs> number seven was the corn? Yeah. Uh, All right, so lunchbox, you can go and pull that out. You can see the coupon. Uh, I got it. Says so spin the wheel. Let's go. Spin the wheel of cash. Let's go. Let's turn this mojo around. Get oh. a better move, <laughs> guys. Say something else. <laughs> so on the wheel of cash, you can win anything from. I mean, you really could win five hundred dollars. I know. That's why there's a two fifty, there's Come a one fifty, on. a seventy five, and a twenty. That number At two. At this point, I want him to win. There's Thank also you. a lot of ones. Let's yeah. go. <sighs> Are you ready? I'm ready to spin the wheel, baby. We're Come ready, on. Boss. We're ready. Like, what are you? You're cheering me to win something, right? I've, I've given you 94 chances. I'd like for you to win something. I Let's continue go. to give you more and more everything. Let's go. Let's spin that wheel. Good mojo. Good mojo. Come on, baby. Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Bobby Clark. Oh, 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 Oh my god. It was on 250 and the last click went oh my god. Click to $1. Oh, I'm dizzy. Oh my god. Like all goodness. this screaming is literally like making me dizzy. <laughs> How does this happen? I I can't. I was can't that on camera? That. Yes, of course. I can't believe that. I mean, that hung on there like is like oh. that, I mean what? <laughs> can you make a video of just that? Do we oh, have, can we save I that can. from that? Of course I can. Like, oh li- my goodness. Literally just that. <laughs> <I hate this. laughs> that 250 to one. Oh, yeah. That's Christmas. I can't believe that. After all that, you got yourself $1. That is amazing you got that close. <laughs> he had every chance. I mean, he was offered like $300 in things. Mm-hmm. He just never took anything. No. See, this is the lesson, Lunchbox. What's the lesson, Amy? Well, no, he bought, uh, let me say this. He bought Abby a mean book. D- d- mm-hmm. No, 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 no,
honest attempt to help her improve her singing. Why not get her a book like How Le- Learning learn- to Sing by Luciano yeah. Pavarotti? Tapping go. into your full potential. Because she's a beginner. She ain't Pavarotti. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mike, will you want to give him that dollar? There you go, buddy. There's a dollar. Merry Christmas. I hate my life. I mean, I, I just. Oh, you hate your life. You that. have three healthy children. Yeah, but, I mean, this life. is what happens. Like, I just, nothing good, good happens job. to me. Actually, a lot of good things have happened to you. The lesson for sure, Bones, is that greed gets you every yep, time, huh? That's it. And right. if it doesn't get you immediately, it gets you worse later. <laughs> there you go. Man, there see, you Bobby, go. Bobby goes, I really think you should take 10. I really think you should you take 10. You almost won 250 bucks. I know, but I would have had how much? $100. But before we went to the break, you were going to pick two. I know, that but you, you, and I took you both directions. I yeah, took you to good places, bad places. I was just taking you places. You were like, I gotta go with my gut. It's gonna be two, my sucker number, and then oh, I didn't change my number for twenty-two years. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I, my junior year, I kept my jersey the entire year so I could have number two again my senior year. Ray, um, are we done? Thank you all. Yeah. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. All right, y'all. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Man, I'm glad, Mike, you came on and we got to catch up. It feels so crazy to have not seen you for like the last over a month. Yeah, that was a weird thing coming back to the studio, like seeing everybody for the first time because after only hearing everybody's voice, it was like kind of coming back from like a summer, like the summer from mm-hmm. school. Like it, it's first like day back. Humans again. And then you come back and it's like Christmas season, which <laughs> that was weird too. Yeah, it just all kinds of changes. You're like, what happened? It's like you came from another universe. Is Basically. What happened. And I mean, you're sitting in a hotel room for a month, so I would say you did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for coming on and talking about everything. I'm glad that we got to to hear all the stories, Christmas stories, Costa Rica stories, and more. Yeah. All of it. Now, tell the people where they can hear you and where they can find you. You can listen to my podcast called Movie Mike's Movie Podcast. Just search Movie Mike wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for movie recommendations, I give spoiler-free reviews. Also, if you want to hear interviews with actors and directors, I talk to those kind of people. And it's just all about movies every single episode. And it's so good. And if you love movies, just listen to it because he, he you get so many... And I, and I say he as you're sitting in front of me. You get so many good interviews with different people mm-hmm. in the industry. You break down the latest movies like as they come out. It's a great podcast. Thank you. So definitely listen to that. Even if you're not into movies because you still talk about other things. Yeah. Lots of different things, but all related to movies. Yes. And social media. Mike Destro on all platforms. It's Mike D-E-E-S-T-R-O. All right. There it is. Go check out that White Cody TikTok video. I'm telling you, it's so good. It's <laughs> so cool. And I am at Webgirl Morgan. All the things. This is the Best Bits podcast. Yes, I will have a new one up next weekend and the following weekend after that. So don't miss them. They're going to look and sound a little different, but I promise you they're the same thing. I hope you guys have a very, I think by the time you'll hear me again, a very great Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Thanks again, Mike. Thank you. This is a Bobby Bones show. Bobby Bones. <laughs>